Good afternoon. How are you? I am fantastic. I'm tired, but I'm good nonetheless. Um, Me too. <laughs> and we're live. So How today's. Oh, go ahead. Let's do the <laughs> pleasant. Let's do the Concrete, like ah, forget all that. I'm ready to hop no, right no, in. No, 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 um, no. <laughs> I like to exchange pleasantries first, so that's good. Um, what were you saying? How how has my weekend been? Yeah, how was your weekend? Um, it was okay. I am tired. I need a break. So um, my weekends always go by so fast because I work the entire weekend. But aside from working, I did like some last minute Christmas shopping. Like I had my girls out of the way, but I had to... Um, I was indecisive about what I was gonna get my fiance. So, I, his like his big gift, which we're not supposed to be celebrating, but I am. So, so I got his big gift, and then I got um, just some like miscellaneous gifts for Secret Santa and my boss and little stuff like that. So, pretty much got everything out of the way aside from my Christmas Day menu. But how was how has your weekend been? Well, everything was good up until I discovered somebody hit my car. Oh, uh oh. And I just, it happened last night. I left my car uh, parked at one of my friend's houses. We uh, went to a Christmas party last night. And I, you know, I left my car parked at their house. But how we pulled in their driveway, so it was like enough room for the, like they have like a, a, a driveway where multiple people can drive in. But I parked to give a person enough room so the person can back out. And yeah, honey, they uh, hit my bumper. But it's not badly damaged. Thank goodness. But did they even let you know, though? That's kind of like... Heck no. No. Now that's just trifling. Very much so. So do you know who it was, though? I have a suspicion, but I can't prove it. So Was there any paint transfer? No. Oh, just that's a little, just trifling. Yeah. Girl, I'll be going around them trying to see if they got any um damage <laughs> to the same exact spot. Like, because that is just downright trifling. Which, you know, you could file a claim un- under your own. I think I'm not even going to file a claim because the last time I filed a claim, it, my insurance shot up. But I'll just probably uh, have the same person. Because I, I had a little uh, ding up before where somebody hit me. And I was, it's like I've gotten hit twice. This year, and I haven't been in the car. Isn't that crazy? Oh my god! Well, within a year, not it's sure. annoying more than anything. Child. And I haven't been in the car, and it's been yeah, it really is. Wow. So yeah, other than that, um, I haven't done any um, I haven't done any real Christmas shopping because my son will be uh, with his dad for Christmas, and he leaves on the nineteenth. So. I don't, I don't have to do this Christmas shopping until after the fact, so I'll catch sales. After <laughs> That's kind of convenient, though, mm-hmm. like to be able to shop after Christmas. It, when, it really when they is. Dropping all the prices of everything, child. Oh my gosh. That's yes. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. So, so I'm ready for that. it to be over. Like, I, you know what it was this year to me, Christmas. Like, I feel like it snuck up on me, which I usually like start my shopping early, and because I do like you know, a Christmas savings. So I, you know, have my money and ready to shop. And I just kind of start shopping probably like in October. 
because but because it was so warm up until like the end of October, it felt like it was still summer, and I'm just like kind of chilling, you know. So what's the weather like there now? Um, today is beautiful. It's like 60 degrees today, but you know it, it got it has been cold. It's been chillier um, lately, but today it's nice. Okay, we're dealing with about the same. I think it's probably going to get up to about 70 today. Oh wow! Be yeah, real nice child really nice so about this topic though what's yes. the actual topic of the screen stream excuse me if we want to start off with that you always mess me up when you, you know ask why? me because, <laughs> I, because i can't go in and out because you can just tell what the topic is about though i guess <laughs> because okay. i can't go in and out because i'm not at home i'm on the go but um I can't go in and out because then I won't be like it messes up my sound for some reason in StreamYards if you go out and go. Yeah, out and it kind of gets you static, right? Yeah, so I can't, well, but we'll just talk name, about the gist. No, I got it. Uh, okay. The name of the topic is uh, Are Black Women Ready to Survive Without Black Men? What do you That's think? an interesting topic. And how, how did you, because you came up with this topic. So how did you come up with this first off? Very interesting. Um, so I have been visiting a couple of Manosphere places, you know, within the Manosphere. And to hear the way that men are talking about Black women, how they're discouraging marriage how they're discouraging um, messing with single mothers, how they're uh, basically encouraging using women as masturbation vessels and getting the fuck on. Kind of, it's really kind of alarming. And so, mm -hmm. um, you know, as I started to look at it and I'm like, okay, if we're not be getting married, um, if we don't really have the men, if we're the single mothers, what's that gonna look like down the line? And you know what? Here, here's the topic. <laughs> you there? Okay, nah, y'all know Concrete's janky ass song goes out. So, um, you know, it was really one to look like. What does yeah. that look like? Long? Okay, well, oh, there you go. <laughs> I can, those, can you hear me? You're going in and out. Okay, so <laughs> um, I was going to say, like, what does that look like down the line? And, you know, it's, it's a kind of a hard vision to have, like, what single mothers, what be, um, can you, you hear me, <laughs> Danny? You're going, you're warning really bad. You're still warning. Okay, um, I'm pretty sure she'll be, be back. But I was saying like, what are surviving look like long-term? And I kind of feel like black women have just been taught to survive and not really um, 
especially the single black women and single mothers are really kind of taught to survive. And it's a living from paycheck to paycheck to, um, you know, you, you take care of your kids, you go to work every day and you might have um, some enjoyments in life. And I'm not going to say the single black mother or the single black woman doesn't have any enjoyment, but long term, like what, if we're saying that, our children are like the girls are becoming more masculine. The boys are becoming more feminine. What does that look like long term? And so it gets to be real bothersome because, you know, everybody else seems like they're getting married and um, kind of moving forward within society and people are really handling business. So it's just like, um, what are we, what are we going to do as a, uh, as a people and especially the women? And so, let me get out the notes, child. Let me speak to some of y'all before she comes back. Um, what's up, LAR? What's up, Benjamin D'Souza? What's up, Leo Anthony? What's up, Thurman? Who else did I miss? Hey, Naima. Hey, Third Degree Burns. Hey, Water Sniper. Hey, honey. I think I got all y'all. What do y'all think of the topic so far? Okay. Nobody? <laughs> it's a little awkward. Um, hmm. Hold up just a second. Okay, she'll be back in just a minute. But, um, you know, I was kind of looking at uh, some st statistics and it says that one out of four men that are black marry out. And I feel like those numbers are increasing. And so I'm just wondering, like, if, I, if our men are starting to marry out at increasing levels, then what's to uh, come of all of this, you know? Um, and it sometimes it seems like I hear a lot of black women say that they don't care about us marrying out. I don't, they can do what they want to do. Just leave us alone. They can go on about their business. And then, you know, like every time you see a new celebrity get on TV, um, and especially black celebrities, they, they tend to highlight, um, black men dating other races of women and stuff like that. So then I kind of feel like black women get mad um, every time we see this, you know, or our feelings get hurt every time we see another black man go off with another race of woman. And it's like, are we being honest with ourselves when we say we don't care about who black men date? Um, wait, there she goes. I think. 
Let's see. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh my gosh, that was like the worst. I don't know what, and it's not my phone. It's because like where I live, it's a like a rural area that I have to drive through. And it's like, it was, uh, there wasn't any servers. So I couldn't log back in. So I'm, I'm so sorry about that. It's all good. Um, did you hear anything that I was talking about? No, like I was hearing you. So I'm like, okay, you, uh, it was my fault. Because I'm like, well, let me leave out and see if I, because I was talking, but you couldn't hear me. So I said, let me leave out and see if I can come back in and if it'll be better. And then I couldn't get back in. Okay. Um, basically, I was talking, I had started talking about celebrities. Uh, every time we see a black male celebrity, they're showing him with or other race of woman. And I was saying that one in four black men have dated outside the race or have married outside the race um, within the last decade or so. So um, I'm saying, what does this look like long term? If more of our men are marrying out, what does that look like long term? For black women? Yes. Um, that's an interesting, well, that's a good question. And you know, I don't know to me what it should. I, I mean, and I'm, I don't speak for all black women because I seem to have a unique perspective on things. But to me, what it should mean is it should be alarming to us. And it should mean that something is going on and it should cause us to dig a little deeper and go below the surface to figure out what it is and try to find a solution because I'm not ready to give up on black men. I would never, I don't think that I could ever get to the point that I would advise women to say F black men and, you know, um, find you someone that's non-black. Yeah. Um, then have you ever heard that black women are the least desirable, like on these dating sites and stuff like that? Have you heard that before? Damn it, concrete. <laughs> Okay, so I had heard of statistics saying that black women were the least desirable. And I want to say this was maybe on Match.com or Plenty of Fish. I can't remember exactly which website. And that was something very, very alarming to see, too. Not but like to dating sites. But I've heard heard it like you are working really really bad give me just one second um but yeah like one out of four is uh dating out and you know they're saying that black women are the least desirable and so I do not spoke to a, a chick that I know about this. Um, and she was saying that, um, yeah, I think I'm going to drop the link in the chat because concrete is killing me right now. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, girl. Girl, I, I mean, I, I work seven days a week, so there's never going to be a time that I'm just sitting still. So I'm traveling, but I'm like close to my house. So 
the bad connection will be over in a second. But I was hearing what you were saying. Now, I wouldn't be surprised. And it, uh, to me, it means nothing to it, like if Match.com said that, because I don't think that there's a, a, a high percentage of males seeking black women that would go to a source like Match.com. Now, I would be surprised if it came from Plenty of Fish. But I mean, I take that stuff with a grain of salt. Like I've heard black men tout those same statistics and say that black women aren't desirable. However, black women are dominating in every beauty competition in the world right now, like every single one. You know what I mean? So what, what you know, either somebody's lying. <laughs> so let me ask you a question because, okay, we're saying that, let's just say the women aren't on these dating sites like that, right? Let's just say. But then you have black women following behind a lot of dating coaches. Um, Derek Jackson is getting paid. Um, April Mason, um, who else? Um, you got Nicole Michelle, you have Obsidian um, coming in as uh, being a dating coach. You have a lot of dating coaches out here, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so the dating coaches are getting paid. So I can honestly say that I feel like women are looking for love. Um, men, it's, it's getting to a point where I'm kind of starting to see an imbalance of it though. And maybe this is just my own perspective because I kind of feel like the male dating coaches are teaching basically seduction and narcissism. And the, I'm not going to say that the female dating coaches aren't teaching just the same, but it kind of seems like everybody's teaching seduction and narcissists uh, to be worse. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of perpetuating the hookup culture. And so what do you think is going to happen with that? Now, I see, from what I've seen, I do think that some male coaches are perpetuating the hookup culture with the uh, message that they're pushing. But I think that to, to see women looking for April Masons and the Nicole Michelles, then that means that women are paying attention, that women are listening, that they do, that women do believe that maybe we do need to get more in touch with our femininity, that there are some areas of improvement that we need to focus on for them to be seeking this, this um, you know, outside help. And I think that some of the female dating coaches seem to uh, provide more of an element of support. Um, but and then there are some who seem to be pushing the message that, you know, you just need to get the bag by any means necessary. But um, right. I, I don't see the from my experience, the male dating coaches that I've seen and most of which have been in the manosphere, like even the Lucario, I think is his name. And he's a huge um, dating coach. But it, it, it seems to be game that he's teaching more than anything. But wouldn't you say that a lot of our women are um, attracted to that? To game? Yeah. I think that a lot of young girls are attracted to that. I think that there are some women who are attracted to that. But I think that the women a large percentage of the women who are attracted to it. Um, let me see. How can I say this? They're attracted to the fact that generally the men who spit game are charming. And I do think that they actually fall for the mess. I don't think that they go into it knowing that it's BS and continuing to, 
you know, fool with the guys, even though they know that they're pushing a, a BS message. Initially, I used to think that. I used to think that. I used to think that um, maybe up until about four or five years ago, until mm-hmm. I realized that women will walk away from so-called good men. You know what I mean? Um, the man may not be very dominant or, or whatever. And I, I've noticed that women will walk away from a dominant male. I actually asked this question on my Facebook page. Like, have you ever left a good man? And the answers are really kind of surprising because a lot of women were like, yeah, they left good men because person a man could be a good man, but personalities may not fit. Um, and that's not- how I feel. Like, leaving a good man, that doesn't mean anything to me. It doesn't it doesn't denote that women are leaving good men for no reason for these ancient dudes. Um, I've left a good man and I left him because he wasn't the man for me. Um, you know what I mean? Like you can have a good man, but like you said, maybe the personalities don't match. Maybe, um, you know, there are some, you know, things that you guys can't reconcile as a um, couple. So as a result, like, I feel like if you don't think it's going to work, then let him go because hopefully he'll find a good woman. But I I understand what you're saying. Like, you know what I mean? They're leaving good men and they seem to be going towards these, you know, ain't shit guys. And if that is the case, um, see, I always look at those things like situational. I don't know enough women in mass. And I know a, a lot of women like, from associates, acquaintances to like, uh, I have a pretty large um, girlfriend circle. Um, but I don't know what, like, I, I, I can think of a few examples in my friend group who um, have, who like, you know, either play guys or who, you know, will pass over the good guy for a guy with, you know, the BJC and all that stuff. So I, I can think of a few examples, but I don't see it commonly. Do you? Um, actually, I'm starting to see it more so now than I've ever seen it, but, um, we'll get back into it. Let's welcome LAR to the show. Hey, LAR, how you doing? I'm good. How you ladies doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. A little tired, but I'm good. I I can't hear LAR. Can you Uh, hear me right now? Is he talking? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm home. So let me leave out and come back in and maybe that I don't know why I can't hear anything he's saying. Sometimes that happens when um, the water report comes on. Okay, let me leave out and come back in then. Okay. Okay. All right. LAR, how's your weekend going so far? I am so tired. <laughs> 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 but it's good. It's good. I, I figured um, um Y'all can just ask away and I'll say it. Now, some things you might understand, some things you might not. Uh, I can't speak for the entirety of the men, but um, just add, add as much to the discussion as, as you would like. Okay, okay. So what do you think that it will be, what do you think the future will look like for Black women if Black men continue dating out? What do you think that's going to look like for us? Um... I think it's going to want, create a reset because mm-hmm. I don't I don't think, you know, from a from a male's experience, I don't think a lot of the sisters are really competing. 
not necessarily when it comes to looks, but more so when it comes to um, being relationship ready. And what do you mean by being relationship ready? Um, the older I get, the more I've, I've looked back and realized a lot of the ladies, even though they were beautiful, they were lazy in relationships. Mm. And Can you, uh, yeah, what does that mean? Um, there's a there's a swath of women who you know who are under the the banner of they want the man to lead, but mm-hmm. and that's nothing wrong with that. But there are there are women under that who what they really mean is they want a man to do everything. Mm-hmm. So what winds up happening is if you're a guy, you you come across dating and being and, and being with women who really are just looking for an excuse to basically retire. Ah, uh, I see. Now that's interesting. Um, I have never seen that per se, but I, I'm not saying that it doesn't exist. But you know what I do see, and this is what I thought you were referring to, because uh, uh, city and I've he- heard a lot of people say that you know black women don't want marriage, and I used to refute that point. But when they say black women don't want marriage, and their actions show that, I can understand that because I know women who say they want somebody to lead. However, they don't want to be led. You know, like, and that's what I, where I thought you were going with your point. That that's actually part of it. It's you want a guy in a leadership position, so he can do all of the things that can take care of you while you do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you know that's the 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 elephant in the room for a lot of a lot of men because I'm not saying all of the men are relationship ready either, but when it comes to the guys who are they have a very different outlook of the women than the guys who are just playing the field. So, okay. With the guys playing the field, do you feel like women are more so attracted to that versus the guy who's really, really ready? Absolutely. Absolutely. And where do you think that comes from? Because now... I mean, I've seen that, and I'm not going to say that I have not. But where, what is it about the guys that are playing games? If you have an idea as to what it is um, that women are attracted to versus the guys who are actually ready, games—they're attracted to games. Like, you know, it, you you don't want to be with somebody who's ready for a relationship if you're not ready for one. You want to be you. You want to have the same freedom to play the field and play the games like everybody else. So, you know what men are trying to say is, being a player or playing the field is effective at getting women, and you can get a lot more women playing the field and being a player than you can being ready to settle down because because the women like that. I have an um, interesting take on it. I think that from my experience, um, when, you c- when you come across um, a man who is ready, um, you're going to be challenged because it makes you look in the mirror and it makes you look at your own mess and it you realize that you're not ready and that you're not all that you've um, said that you are and there's a whole bunch of harsh realities that you have to face when you come across a man who is ready yeah like 
like like men say about this all the time. If we're not ready, we won't approach certain women because we can tell that she's ready. We're not even going to approach her. But for, for us, it looks like the reverse. Like women are, are approach men who are ready because they can get relationship benefits from it. <clears throat> but we're not, they, I'm not going to say they approach, but they're receptive to those men's advances because they can get relationship benefits. You, you know, that's the, the difference. But you are. Would you say that the men aren't also reaping some some relationship benefits? Not really. Like that. That's what. The, that's why the guys talk about the bad boy getting a woman and the good guy not. It's because mm. you know you can if, if you've been on a if you've been on both sides, the bad boy can still get the same benefits as the good guy, but without doing half the work. Mm. It's, it's not just the benefits she will actually like i hate to say it this way but if you're the, if you're the bad boy she will actually do all of the wife things for you she will mm. actually do all the girlfriend things for you yeah because she's trying to win you over and generally the bad guy has you know multiple women that he's dealing with so she's trying to convince you and show you you know why she's the one so but that's that's the problem you because if you if you're the bad boy, the bad boy, I'm sorry, concrete. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. You go ahead. If you're the bad boy, you're the player. It's kind of looked at like this. She's not trying to win me over. She's trying to win the game with the other women. Oh. So that's why you can keep playing. Mm. Um. Damn it. That's. That's a really, really true statement in a certain sense. But, well, I kind of feel like the women who, I don't know if it's necessarily against the other women, though. Um, but then at the same time, I don't know a lot of women who've gotten the player and have been satisfied with that either. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know, I know women who've dated players, dated them, dated them, and I mean have wasted years on top of years with them. But when they uh, finally get the guy, it's it's almost like there's no sat no real satisfaction there because he turns into the guy that they didn't want, so to speak. Mm. You know what else though, too, when you're dealing with the guy who has it together and he's ready, um, not only will you be more challenged, but also. Um, their standards like they have a high level of standards and they're going to hold you to it like they ain't dealing with your mess like they they know that they're valuable so they're quicker to like you know cut you off or you know qu they they understand their self-worth and they know that they're few and far between so they're not going to stick around if the situation doesn't benefit them you know it's ironic that you know, we the fellas have talked about this on other panels where the guy who's ready to settle down or ready for a relationship and the guy who's playing the field, they actually, the women don't get it, but the guys do. The biggest difference is, is how they, how they take their time. Guys who are ready are tired because they're out here doing stuff. Guys who are playing the field got a lot of time on their hands. So they have more time for excitement they have more energy because they're really not doing much with their lives they're playing the field 
So a yeah. lot of times when, when people yeah. think, oh, this good this guy is a good guy, but he's he's boring. He's not necessarily boring. He's tired. You you didn't let the guy rest enough to have fun. And the guy yeah, that's playing the field true. never do nothing. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I, I, I apologize. I should be chiming in. But I agree with what you're saying. And I've heard women actually say out loud that, you know, he's boring or like, but it's like, what? why are you expecting or why are you looking for someone to entertain you almost and that, that's almost what some women are looking for they yeah. want to be entertained they want you to make it exciting for them every day of their lives and those type of women to me are kind of like that should be a red flag because will they ever be content no that's the thing about it it's like if if you Nine times out of ten, a woman who wants to be entertained has a lot of time on her hands, too. She's bored. She is. So she wants a guy to come along and bring excitement into her life because she's bored. And the thing about it is you, you, a guy who's really doing something with his life, he can't fulfill your entertainment needs because he's got things to do. You know, that's, that's part of having, if you, if you want comfort, you got to realize a guy's got to work to provide comfort. Mm, yep. That's a good point. And then too, like when a woman is like that and they always want to be entertained, when you're busy and you're away on business trips and things like that, like you better be concerned because if you're not there entertaining her, she's probably likely going to find someone else too. So that should be, you know, a concern if, if a woman, you know, you know, if you can't be idle and just, you know, chill or like you, you always feel like you have to be on 10 or he has to be, you know, um, you know, you have to be traveling or he has to be, you know, doing this or that. Like that's, you know, it should be um, a warning sign. Well, ironically, the guy who who has his stuff together is he's going to be hurt if, if he gets cheated on the left, but he's not really going to be pressed. Because mm. he can find another woman like her faster than she can find another man like him. Ooh, that's, that's a good point. Very true. Very so, very a, a lot of the women who want that entertainment, they go through these these droughts of having. Because this is this is why a lot of ladies don't like the bad boys, when they realize they got to live with the bad boy. He's fun to play with, but he's not fun to live with. <laughs> that's so true. So true. Yeah, um, managing the uh, bad boy is uh, stressful and crazy in itself. So I, I totally understand where you're coming from with that. That's what I mean for the guys. That's the fun part. If you could be, if you go, if you are a womanizer, because like I said, it's the hookup culture. If you're a womanizer, you gonna you gonna feast. You know, yeah. you just you just gonna feast because a, a lot of the women don't necessarily want to admit that they. Like the like, if I tell you the things that women do, you'd be like, "Not my girlfriends." But if I knew your girlfriends, I could show you your girlfriends do those things. Wow, you know that's that's like you know because my 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 homegirls, they have stories about their girlfriends, and I'm like, mm. <laughs> she's not it's she's not innocent. She's not the angel in every situation. Don't don't get it twisted. So do, do you feel like you're able to uh, point out certain traits? And I, I think I've kind of heard you um, point out specific traits in women that men should avoid. I mean, they're, they're, you know what? 
as a man, we there are traits you to you should avoid, but a lot of us are suckers for looks. So depending on how she how attracted we are to her, we'll go in that landmine. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I I've always kind of said that um as long as a woman looks good, if she's a beautiful woman, she can get away with far more shit than um an ugly woman can. Yeah, that's true. You know, and I've kind of seen... Similar to select and non-select. Yeah. Um, The thing about it is she she could get away with more, but her her fall is is like a plane crashing. Yeah. That's the issue. That's true. Um, I'd like to welcome some dude and Donnie to the panel. How you guys doing? Hey, how y'all doing? I'm good. Uh, what's, what's popping with y'all? What's up? Hi, how are you? What's up? What y'all think about the topic? The black man, neither can the black man nor the black woman survive without the other. Now that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Basically, at the end of the day. Well, if black men are saying that they can go build communities with other types of women, they don't need the black woman to rebuild the community. They can deal with these other women and they can make whatever society, whatever um, whatever they're going to do, they feel like they can do it without us. What do you if think? If you want our race to die off, yeah, sure, you, you can, yeah. I mean, uh, any child that I have with any woman is going to be a black child. People play the whole uh, biracial game and all that shit. At the end of the day, my child will be black. So technically, I could go off and go marry an Asian woman and still have a black child. And then my child marries a, you know, a black man and then proceed down the line. But, you know, if, if it's a woman and she has a child with a white man, yeah, the child will be black. But the child won't be mentally black because it'll have that white father's mentality. So, I mean... Uh, question. Question for you, sir. Do it. If you have a um, if you have a child with a white or Asian person, what's a guarantee that that child will take on your mannerisms instead of the Asian side? So, mentality, the child will pick it up. For me, because I'm the father, I'm leading my household. So the dynamic of the household is going to be based off of me. My wife is going to have to act in my mannerism, everything will run off of me. So it's more likely that the child, granted, you know, a child could pick up, you know, his mother's mannerism, but it's going to be more likely that it's going to take after me because I'm running the household. Um, can I interject on something when it comes to that? Go ahead, Eleanor. A lot of times when people date interracially, even, not even interracially, but in a, in the different culture in Black America, a different culture from black America to a, a black person from somebody somewhere outside of America. A lot of the times we immerse ourselves in their families and not the other way around. So the kids wind up really taking on the other culture, not ours. You know, if you, if you're dealing with a, a, a white person, you're normally closer to white people. You're dealing with an Asian person, you're normally closer to Asian people. You're dealing with Hispanic people, you're normally closer to Hispanic people. So that that's that's interesting. So I I'll say it, it's a counterbalance to that. My my missus is is English. She's British. She's Nigerian born British. We're more with my side of the family than anything. So I that's that's why I said you know 
you run with me, you run on my household, you don't probably run with uh, my mannerisms and everything else. I get what you saying, right? But but she, I'm guessing you're in y'all both in America. I'm yeah, guessing. we're both in America. Yeah, her family's yeah. here too. Okay, got you. Because yeah, her fam her family moved here before she, well before she did, so she was the last one over here. Got you. Because you know, normally I, I see it all the time. Okay, so you got it, bro. Okay, so the the reason the reason why I said that is because um. All right, so we're not going to compare African-American and African-British, I guess. We're going to compare, you said Asian woman, or I said a white woman. Um, let's face it, guys. You know, I, I keep it 100. Um, we don't have a good reputation in this country, right? And we are pretty much seen as the bottom of the barrel. So now if you go have a child with a white woman, nine times out of the ten, they're gonna go with the side that's doing better, and that's why I said. That. Um. Okay, I'm gonna give you a caveat on the we're at the bottom of the barrel thing. It's not. If you got your stuff together, we're not at the bottom of the barrel. Right. The 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 thing about it is, a lot of times, it's not the guys. It's normally the guys who got their stuff together that are more so dating out in making families. So the families don't like, probably don't like black people per se, you get what I'm saying? But they, when, 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 if you look racially, there are a lot of other great groups of people who just don't have it together. We give everybody this assumption that they got it together, but if you around them enough, you realize they don't. Right. Right. That's, that's, that's really true. true. Yeah. Very good point. But I, yeah, and I'm thinking he's talking about as a group. Of course, there are mm -hmm. sects um, that have it together, and there are you know different different um, elements of our people who have it together. But you know, collectively, I think that most um, most everybody in our society views us as having it together. That that's the the crazy like the the older I get. I start noticing certain things like we don't we don't look at white failure, we don't look at Hispanic failure, we don't look at Asian failure. No. And we and we don't look at our Middle Eastern failure. We just we just assume that everybody that, that we're you know we're the the um the poster child for that. And we never bring up Native Americans. No, we, we never, never, we never talk about other cultures' failures. That's absolutely true absolutely true but we don't it's, it's not so much that we we don't think about it the fact is that there's a machine that works continuously to highlight our failures in the media um we're only portrayed as the um criminals if you turn on the news you're not going to see a, a bunch of white criminals you're going to see a bunch of black criminals i mean we have a whole system absolutely. that works to make us look bad so it's not so much that i mean you know if we take the ego out of it the truth of the matter is, everybody looks down on us in this country. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah, they do, they do. Um, so going back to my original question, well, well, as a matter of fact, there was someone who wanted me to ask a question in the chat. Okay, so Ray Alexander says, um, "Black are black women upset that is that 
It is the highly accomplished, high-income black men who are actually level, leveling up and dating and marrying top-tier women. Um, and let me just answer this because I would say that, of course, I would much rather, I would prefer to see black men with black women. That's my preference. But if a black woman is saying she can't find a good black man, a black man is saying he can't find a good black woman, do what you got to do. Um, at the end of the day, it's your life you have to live. Um, I, I, I don't live your life. I don't walk in your shoes. I can't tell you what journey you should be on. If you feel like a white woman is going to do it better for you, do it. But my whole problem is, and this is with black men and black women who date outside, you don't get to talk shit when you going outside of your race. If you're going outside of your race, go. But what you keep looking back for? Um, that's that shit I don't like. If you, if you feel like you got a day outside of your race, if you feel like a certain race of women are better than your own race of women, do what you got to do. Handle your business. And I don't really think anybody on our side is necessarily concerned because if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But don't keep coming back. Well, they still ain't shit. They still ain't shit. Look at me with my white women. These black bitches ain't shit. Nobody wants to hear it. Nobody cares. Not in that sense. But that's just my thing. Um... Well, I'm sorry. Can you um, read the question again? It says, are black women upset that it is highly, that the highly accomplished, high income black men who are actually loving, leveling up and dating and marrying top tier women? Are we mad that so they date? Um, outside of the race, top tier women outside of the race. Is that what he's referring to? I, I, I think so. Okay. I see personally. Um, I am conscious. I truly believe that, um, in order for us to, and within our race, um, that we need to really, however, well, in addition, I do think that it is bothersome that our best and brightest don't see any viable options. Like I am the first to admit black women got some issues we need to get our stuff together we um you know need to wait a minute uh, is that a accountability <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm recording this show i i want this on playback <laughs> i'm always down to accept some accountability but you know we have we need to work on so i'll say that um however i refuse to believe no viable options within our race if there are no good women within our race just like i refuse when say that it ain't no good black men like i absolutely shoot that down and i know that it's a lie because i know too many of them you know what i mean so um yes i think it's bothersome no, like that man is like i have to have some sort of personal and uh some sort of personal stake um to be mad but so i'm not mad i guess a little bothered i think that it's uh, it saddens me more than anything. Well, yeah, um, okay, so uh, can I say something about something you said there? Um, okay, so um, if you ask men, like let's let's say black men in this case, you know what's a good black woman? You would find that he would say that I don't know about eighty percent of black women are good, right? Because as men. We don't look for like, you got to be spectacular to be considered like a good woman you can settle down with. But I find that with women uh, or our women, I don't know. I'm just talking about our women. 
it's okay for him to be a good black man. He got to have this size member. He got to have this size bank account. He got basically like the top 10% of black men is what they would consider to be a good black man. Everybody else ain't shit. So if you have that kind of outlook on your men, then there's a problem right there. So you're saying now, that the standards are too high? Well, I'm not saying that the standards are too, too high. I'm, all right, women are programmed to look for the top men, correct? Right. Okay. There's nothing yeah, wrong we're hypergamous by nature. Right, there's nothing wrong with that. But the thing that other races of women get that black women just haven't gotten yet is you just need a good man. You don't need the 1% man. You can right. build with a good man. Because I agree, and I've kind of heard that that sentiment being echoed or maybe being voiced in different ways. So I agree. However, if you notice, though, if you, I'm not sure how familiar you are with the manosphere, but the men, the men, a lot of the men in the manosphere, a lot of the content creators seem to be hell bent on ruling out women too. That's not just a woman mm-hmm. thing where we're trying to rule out men. Men are now trying to rule out women. I've heard men say that they think maybe twenty percent of black women are good black women. Like that, you know, they kind of ha- are starting to have the same well, take. There's nothing wrong with women having standards. In fact, I, I, y'all should have higher standards, right? Um, the problem, you know, with me personally, when dating, when I was out here looking, is it's hard to find a woman that fits my qualifications in terms of, of a relationship, what I want. I've even been told that, that I'm, it's not going to happen for me. You better date out. And Were I don't, you told that by black women? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> my and, and it's crazy. My my standards are and it's not nothing crazy. I don't want you to be obese. I don't want. I, I'm not a fan of hair, weed, and no kids. And my, that was it. They was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, that seems very mm-mm. reasonable. Well, <laughs> well, it seems reasonable. Well, I will the say problem, this. Okay, go ahead. Uh, you got it. I will say this. One of the one of the issues is I guess men get a problem with with women's standards is because. They have everything to do with attractiveness and, and, and little to do with effectiveness. Like mm-hmm. a lot of times you can get a top tier man, but being a top tier man doesn't mean you look a certain way. And that's the part that the guys are really trying to let. Like if you look at men, if you, would you think of the top tier of men in general? All of them are not going to be six feet tall. All of them are not going to be muscular. All of them are not going to be in shape. And all of them are not going to be super attractive. The top tier man is going to look, they're, they're going to have a range of looks. But so LA this are. ideology, use up. I, I, I don't LA think are. women have the right to want a six foot dude with an with a eight inch, nine inch, 12 inch dong. And and he make a hundred thousand dollars a year. They just have to realize it's not a whole lot of those dudes. Yeah, so you're you, you many. Right. So you have to be under the understanding that if you want all the whole package and that's all you're willing to accept, you might end up alone. No, I but get it, that, but you like here's a you got it. Uh, what, what I was gonna say to you, LAR, is if you look at in the larger society, the top tier men don't have six packs, they're not six foot tall. Yeah, uh, you look at the Mark Zuckerbergs, you look at the Jeff Bezos, those are the top tier men. And what you see is that those guys can get any woman they want. And then other people in the society, other women in the society, 
they'll more likely look for somebody who is somewhere in the middle. Okay, you know, can I build a family? Can I, have, you know, will he be there for me? Will he love me? Will he be able to provide for me? Can we build together? You know, they're looking at those things. Um, I think the problem here is is not just we, we have to actually break this up in terms of age range also because I think in the twenties the women kind of look more at the six pack and abs and all that stuff, and then when they hit their thirties and up, then they start to kind of think more about longer, longer more realistic true but but the problem the problem with our women or you know let me just say our culture is that we have adopted stripper culture and we have made a lot of mistakes in our 20s and these mistakes well let's i call them mistakes you you would call them children um <laughs> they are going to have like they're going to hamper your ability to get that guy who okay i don't want any kids like my man Donnie said, you know, I wanted to have a certain shape. I don't want her to have any kids. Now, he, you know, he's looking for a woman early 30s ready to settle down with. And she already got five kids by five different dudes. So we kind of, our women. Right. Kinda, oh, wait a minute. See, I kind of see what a lot of you? No, but I kind of see a lot of y'all bring that up when that's not always the case. But at a certain point, like if a woman is in her 30s, and she's nearing 40, she's probably gonna have one kid, one or two kids. Right. I, I, I get kind of tired of um, people kind of perpetuating like, well, they got five by five, she got six by four, the, she got the, six by six. Is who, that's right. what they're referring to. Oh, okay, but, but you understand there's no difference between one kid and five kids, in my opinion, if I don't wanna raise kids at all. Yeah, that's a personal thing. There is a difference between one kid and five kids, but for you, you're saying whether she has one or she has multiple, you're not willing to date a woman with children. I mean, I I, I play around, but I'm yeah, like, I can't settle down. Which is, but yeah, you know, uh, concrete. That's why, personally, the I standard say, of, if you the the, the you standard uh, men having the standard of not wanting a woman to have a kid, he wants to have a woman who he can build a family with and not have a divided family in his house. That's no, that's actually normal. I understand what, that. The, but the, the problem is, is the the problem is that we in our community we try to make it seem like that's abnormal but if you look outside it's, of our community that's normal for guys to not want that well absolutely but the other th difference is too that it's it takes um you know black men and, and men um primarily black men because that's who i'm only people that i'm concerned about it takes them until their mid-30s or 40s um, before they reach where they want, you know, their peak financially. So then they're ready to settle down when you have to consider a woman's childbearing years too. Um, so it's likely by then, if you're dating someone in their thirties, um, they are likely to have children. No, yeah, but the, mean, it, the, the guy, the guy is financially stable in his forties, but as far as him wanting to settle down, most guys, when they hit like 28, 29, they start looking. <laughs> Most what kind of guys you talking about? Black men? <laughs> that is so false. You no, know, you, you know what? No, well, we start yeah. getting money around 28, 29, 30. When, at 18, we don't have nothing. You, yeah. most of them at the mama house, everything else. And y'all feeling yourself for, them for the first five, ten years. We were able to actually get in the game at this point. Before we didn't have no quarters to play. Now we got all the quarters to put it in the scene. Now, 
You know what? Okay, so we go. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna take off my gloves, but I'm gonna not be cussing. Okay. A lot of times, <laughs> when it, no, I'm 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 getting on both. What winds up happening is a lot of times people want to be children way past the child's age, and then they want mm. they want to say something like you know, oh, I'm, I got it together now. There are a lot of guys, like I remember being in college. The girls in college wouldn't talk to the guys in college. They would talk to the guys who were in the streets, who wasn't in college, or grown men who were in the workforce. And I remember the guys like, okay, so this is how it's going to go. No problem. And I think what winds up happening is, even in the dating market, people want to people forget there's karma. If you are looked over and, it, and you are a good person, you're going to look over that very same person when they think you're a good person. Very interesting. And I think a lot of times what wind up happening is, you know, people forget the, the the silly reasons they were thumbing their nose up at people when they were hot or when when they were fine and I'm, or or when they had it. And now it's like so when, oh, I don't remember I ain't fucking with you. What you you bring it up is basically the the high school cheerleader who's coming at you now after you just started this CEO investment firm and you know she got a kid but by she principal. she's looking kids, at you hot yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm also I'm also thinking about you know the old dope boy who who had all the chicks, but then he fell off, or, or you know he, he got busted, he went to jail, or 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 you know he had to stop, and now he had a regular job, and now he's accustomed to a certain type of chick, and they like nah, player, you know that that happens too. So so the dynamic, the dynamic I've always learned is. All right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, bro. All right, so basically the dynamic I've always learned is when you were younger, that's your time to grind, get your money up, get everything together. Because when you're older, all them 20-year-old chicks, they're going to be old, raggedy looking and burnt out. Then you replace them with the 20-year-old chicks. So, you know, you may not have been able to date the 21, 22, 23-year-old when you was that age. When you hit 27, 28, that's when a lot of them dudes is dating them younger women. All right, so so to kind of a lot of the women that, don't have this. To kind of piggyback on that yeah. and to kind of touch on something LAR said, um, I remember when I was working, a, you know, it was a pretty decent job. I was getting paid pretty good money, right? And mm-hmm. that job where you know females they they're making the same amount of money that I was making. And I remember a comment that one of the black females said, uh, well, they're mostly black, and she said, um, she said, you know, blah 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 blah. This guy who also works there, you know. He can't do nothing for me. He makes what I make. So I'm, I'm thinking to myself, okay, I thought, well, that means that I ain't shit because I thought I was making pretty decent money. But her, her, she was looking at the dude who makes more money than her to get with, which to me didn't make any sense. So but that's because we're hypergamous and she wanted to date up. So Yeah, but you know. at what point? But she, that don't mean she should be looking down her I, nose at somebody. Yeah, but, but at what point? See, at what point does that become... Okay, that don't make no sense what you're saying because we can both put our money together and have a good life, but you're looking elsewhere right. where you probably can't get into. Well, I think that you know what, there's a lot of confusion surrounding that topic. And you hear people saying, like Donnie is saying, about women, there, there's nothing wrong with women having standards. And I agree with that. But you know, like, and then you, people talk about, you know, yeah, because women are dating down and, you know, the, the women as opposed to looking for somebody who has it together, like forever. Black women have been told that, you know, black men, because, you know, there was a 
uh, you know, decades where the white man was allowing us to get ahead, but wasn't allowing brothers to get ahead. So we weren't, we were taught not to judge a brother, you know, as long as he's a hardworking brother because he is making less than you or he has a um, job doing, you know, manual labor and you can, you know, you may be in corporate America. But now, you know, there seems to be it seems to be that the tide has turned and, you know, you're hearing, you know, people making arguments on both sides. And I don't think that there's a right or wrong think that, you know, people have to do what's best for them. Um, it's going to get interesting because I'm going to touch on something you said, Concrete, but I'm going to say this first. When it comes to hypergamy, black men have an issue with black women with hypergamy because it's dating up. And here's the problem. We see so many black women who are hypergamous when it comes to attraction. She wants to date up in attraction. And then when there is no, there is no reward from that, then she wants to date up in class. And the guys are looking at it like, nah, we're not playing this game. And when we tell sisters this, they're like, no, nah, that's not true. And that goes back to that. The guy you want, it has to be a certain height with a certain build. So we don't want to say the hundred thousand dollar thing. That's a new little talking point in a sense. But if he's that tall with that kind of body, he don't have to make that kind of money. Now, when you go broke dealing with this guy, then you're looking for the guy who's making that kind of money. And that becomes the issue. I don't understand that though, LAR. What's wrong with learning from your mistakes and saying, okay, I'm not going to do that again? Like, I, I don't, no I don't get that. I got you. What, what's wrong with that is because you're assuming that these women are learning from their mistakes. Oh. That's the, like, that same girl who wanted to be hypergamous and attraction, and then she's got, like, this is the whole, and not just black women, this is the whole female thing, right? Where the whole trope of the, she, she wants to screw the pool boy. She, she still she's still dating hypergamously when she's meeting men, even though she's got somebody that can make her life comfortable. That's still on her eye. The side dude, the trainer, the, you get what I'm saying? The plumber type of thing. And I not know so much the plumbers because plumbers look, they, they got an ugly <laughs> reputation. Now, but, I get what you mean, the pool but, boy. But that, yeah, that type of stuff means she hasn't really learned. This is why I say these guys can replace these women because once she starts feeling herself, guess what he's going to do? Okay, bye. Go date the pool boy. See how that work out. You know, go go date the trainer. See how that work out. They're not well, learning know, their lessons. But, I'm you sorry. know, LAR, um, it, it's it's very easy. Well, before I say that, um, a lot of a lot of women here who, well, not here, but a lot of women who they try to be hypergamous and such, there's nothing wrong with that mentality, but you also have to be honest with what you can get. A lot of women, they, you know, they're all tore up and then they think that they're going to get Bill Gates. So that's one thing. Another thing is it's easier for a woman to level herself up than for a man to level himself up. It takes time. It takes years for a man to build a wealth that would make him um, valuable in the eyes of a woman who's being hypergamous. But um, a woman who works... Um, as a waitress, she can get her body right. She can start speaking properly. She can, you know, get her makeup game together, and she can go get a dude with a lot of money. This is this is this is to me. This is one of the fundamental flaws with hypergamy, especially with our women. You know, 
one, hypergamy isn't free. And two, there's a time limit on when you can get it. And a lot of sisters don't grasp that concept. You know, you can be hypergamous at, at a certain time. But a lot of sisters are going through this thing where th that, that time has passed and they want to be hypergamous. And it's like, it's not just your looks. You know, when so it, they've hit the wall. It's not just deep. it's not just the looks. The wall oh, is okay. a lot about that. but like when y'all were talking earlier about black women not being desirable. Uh, amongst men, black women are attractive, but their character is undesirable. Thanks. Well, thank you for clarifying that. That uh, I that makes me look at it from a different angle. Most of the time, when 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 you had these conversations, I always look at it like a salvage title. Y'all know what a salvage title is? Yeah, yeah I work in insurance, uh, property and casualty. I know. Okay, so people will go out and go get them a BMW. They uh, revving the engine up. Oh, it's nice. It's fancy. It's new. It's it's exciting. The difference is is when a salvage title is get is a car is wrecked. You try to come to me and you sell it to me for the same price that it was uh, that it was sold when it was new. I'm not buying that car, and that's how a lot of women come in men. You want to come to me after all the PTSD is set in, after you didn't have kids with the dude, uh, he didn't beat you, he didn't cheated on you, and did everything else. You want to bring that to me, and I, now I got to deal with all the problems that come with that car and pay the same price as a new car. I'm not willing to do it. So, a lot of well, people had it. Everybody has baggage, right? Is a is a nineteen year old, twenty year old gonna have as much baggage as a twenty nine year old? No, I mean if you're looking at someone of equal age. So you're a, a woman of your age and a man of your age. Um, there's a high likelihood that both will have baggage, some baggage. I think yeah, we have baggage. I think a lot of the times, and I hate to say this because I don't want women to go for real. A lot of the times when women start telling men their stories, your baggage is self inflicted. Oh, and guys get tired of that. But when you say, okay, baggage from women would be our children and basically our children, mental issues, whatnot, right? Uh, uh, yeah. uh, you, children and mental issues really come on the back end of bad decision making. Okay, so I would say that that would be self-inflicted baggage, though, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that, that's part of the thing. It's like, the guys, like you know, sometimes when you when you hear somebody tell you a story about themselves and they see themselves as the victim, but when they're right. telling you, they can't they can't understand. Oh, you put yourself in that position. Oh, you right. you set some of these things up and it ended this way, and now you're upset about it. Right. But so, what would you say would be the baggage that men carry at a certain point? Let's say a 35 year old single man. What kind of baggage would you say that he has? Uh, <laughs> bitterness from from dating, from bitterness from trying to save his mama, dating, um, simping, tricking, the amount of money lost doing those things. Um, sometimes you could be upset that you're the. Um, how can I say this? You can be upset being a good guy and getting burned, and you can be upset being a bad boy and losing respect for women because it works. Mm. So those things combined are going to create a certain disdain for certain actions in women. Right. You know, and, and some of those things are self-inflicted. Like when you get to the point where you know she's bad as a person, 
but she's fine and you're willing to deal with it, that's on you. That's not really her. You get what I'm saying? So some some of, some of us do that, Absolutely. and then we get mad at the women, but that's not real. Um, and then other times, you know, guys talk just like women talk, and I would say we are more we are harsher with with our fellow men because your friends will tell you, look, don't trust this, don't trust this, don't trust this. If you if if all of these things happen and you wind up getting thrown under the bus, that's your fault. We told you. A lot of the times we don't like hanging out. We don't like, we get bitter because of our homeboy telling us, I told you so. I told you. <laughs> you did it, didn't you? Now you mad at her. No, we told you not to do that. You know, that, you know that's where it comes from. And then we, get, we, we can't take it out on our homeboys because we know they're right. A lot of us don't want to admit, we, we want love just like women want love and we're suckers for love, but we do sucker stuff to get it. And we don't like the results. Yeah, very true. I've seen it on both sides, too. But I, I do um, think, though, that, too, um, you know, I think everybody's tolerance level regarding what type of baggage they're willing to accept differs. You know, like a lot of men are saying, you know, they don't want a woman with children. A lot of, you know, some men may not want a woman who has baby daddy issues. But, you know, men come with their share of baggage, too. And I think that a lot of it, too, is because men um, deal with heartbreak a lot differently than women. In my personal opinion, I think that women are a little more resilient in that area because we're used to the emotional roller coaster of our emotions. Whereas when a man allows himself to be vulnerable in that way, he takes it a lot harsher and then the next woman may end up having to pay for, you know, some of what the other woman he was dealing with put him through. Mm -hmm. I think like one of the things that get in the way is principles. I think uh, when it comes to our men and our women, men look at it differently because there are negative things that women do that women praise that if men were doing it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, um, it wouldn't fly amongst men. And I think what winds up happening is that attitude, it makes men look at, it makes black men look at black women differently because so many things are, are acceptable that are dysfunctional. I get that. I actually understand perfectly what you're saying. I, I've seen us praise some of the same actions that a woman may commit. Like, Interesting enough, I, I, yeah, I think a couple of days ago, I was um, looking at an article that was posted online, and it was in reference to a woman who had stabbed her boyfriend. And she stabbed him twice, I think, in the chest. And um, as a result, she was, I think, charged with attempted murder. And all the women under the comments, now, the story didn't say anything about um, you know, how her being provoked or him putting his hands on her. They like, you know, then uh, they showed her mugshot and she didn't look like she was injured or anything. Oh, he had to do something to her. What was he doing? To, you know, and but they're they're almost like defending her stabbing this guy. You know what I mean? It it they couldn't they they were seeing her as the victim, even though there was no evidence of her being the victim. Yeah, we uh tend to tolerate each other's bullshit. 
And I think because a lot of us feel like we've gone through being cheated on. We've gone through the pain of being mm. hurt. We've gone through a lot of shit with men. So when a woman does seem to get revenge or she's the culprit in a certain sense, I think we as women cheer that shit on because a lot of us have been hurt and have not healed from that pain. Mm -hmm. It's like, as get men, girl. Yeah, as men, we get it. But one of the things we don't get is even if you got cheated on or hurt, a lot of women don't say that you might have been the cause of it too. See, if a, if a woman cheats on a man, she can run out the reasons why he pushed her to do it. You get what I'm saying? But when it comes to women, it's like, oh, okay, you were mean to this guy and he left you for another woman. But, it, you know, that part doesn't come out. What's the, like, what do you mean by a woman being the cause? Now, I've seen women who tolerate being cheated and, you know, they're, I kind of blame them because you, you, you took it, you stayed. But what do you mean by being the actual cause of being cheated on? Okay, like, okay. Say the one that you said. Like, I, I know women who've been cheated on and they say, you, she just, she shouldn't be treated like that. And that same woman would be totally reckless with the family, totally mean to everybody in the family. Now, in public, she's a nice woman. In private, she's very much hard to deal with. And, or, or she might be reckless financially, you know, or, so, yes. Okay, now the mean part, I can totally understand. Um, now, as far as I can't record, understand none of that. Well, I can understand the mean part. Leave her. Leave <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, you know, that's going to be the total answer is to leave as opposed to cheating. Right. But now, the the mean part because that's dealing with somebody. Um, you, you're dealing with each other's personalities and stuff. But if you're talking about financials, then I don't understand how that would make a man cheat. Because she out there spending a pile of money, like because okay, like a lot of times women don't think about it like this. I, I might, if, if you're reckless financially, the same woman that's reckless financially is all, also the same woman that'll be like, we don't spend enough time together, and that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. So, and she could wind up meeting other people and cheating or going out, and she doesn't. And and the guy's trying to keep. The situation afloat, he has to work more and more and more because she's so reckless financially. Say from keeping a man, forcing him to stay in the relationship, like when you know he's done, kind of like, let's say he is um, already like over the relationship and he's saying he wants to move on and you're, you have him like chained to a bed and not allowing him to leave. That's the only way that I can understand someone no. causing someone to cheat on them. But that's the thing. Like, it's always done in a sense where men love women to the point we make sacrifices. That's never taken into consideration. Men have made sacrifices for, for ungrateful women for a very, very long time. And it could be out of love. It could be out of obligation. It could be out of family in general. But when everybody gets tired, you know, and, and you got to remember, even, even when guys aren't married and you you still technically pay a woman you have to pay out out sometimes as far as breaking up a relationship you know and, and this idea and i and i hate to say it this way but it's it's kind of female arrogance that even in the exit he owes you 
Well, in, in a certain sense, if a woman kind of sat around and helped you build, and it okay, men kind of say, okay, I could have did this myself, I could have did that myself, but you didn't. If a woman's kind of sitting around and she's helping you with the day to day, she's uh, encouraging you or whatever, whatever. But because I'll say that most women kind of feel like they're victims when a man does cheat, as opposed to anything that they've done to cause a man to cheat. You know, most of us feel like victims when we uh, say that we've caused the when a man cheats on us, we feel like we're the victims of the situation. No, and so, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I hate to say it this way, but a lot of times our community has too many narratives about what the men do negatively and what the women actually do in relationships. Mm. The women in most relationships with black men do not help build anything. They'll help take credit for it, but when it comes to things in the relationship, they're not willing to do it. These are not the women that we think about of the 50s, 40s, 50s, 60s. These women will so, say, I helped you build because I was there. So give me well, some examples of what the 40s and, and 50s women did today's women. Uh, that's no what problem. I want to know. Because no in problem. my opinion, we would be doing the same thing. She's going to be your supportive helpmate just the same as a woman in the 40s and 50s, especially if you have you all have children and have a home and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. But the um, caveat to that is generally she's also working too. Okay, no problem. Like I, I was raised by my grandparents. So... You know, those women would do things like if he's working too late, they cut the grass. They might even do sheetrock. They might even do roofing. They'll sew clothes and they'll, they'll cook for the family. When, 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 when granddad comes home, you know, take off your granddad's shoes. If they can't do it, they get the kids to do it. They'll wash the clothes and clean the clothes. And mind you, some of these things are things that the men would do when they got home. But if the, but, the women would do certain things like this so he didn't have to exert himself more once he got home if he, from having long days. I, the, I know the women who will work and they would actually, you know, put the money for the savings of the family. You know, they would their money would be family money. Let me ask you a quick question and then I'm gonna get fantastic, I'm gonna get obsidian fantastic and curling. Um, let me ask you a quick a question. Okay. With a way a man used to provide back in the day, um, wouldn't you say that that would be a difference? Like the cost of living has gone up. A woman is li literally damn near having to work just about the same as the man. Would you say that, that was a difference now then? No, I, I would say the difference is American consumption because the women from back in the day were not spending that much money to get their hair done as regular. They, they did it on their own. So would they you say buying it was weed a but wouldn't you say there was a difference in leadership? No. Well, I, and I also do have to say, like, I understand some of the things that you were bringing up. I, I agree with Danielle's point that there does seem to be a difference. Most homes require two uh, incomes to stay afloat. But uh, most of most women who are married, they're still coming home and in, in, after working 40 hours or more, just like their husband and, um, you know, taking care of the domestic duties inside the home. Now, I, I, I say this because I got female friends. I'm sorry, Fantastic. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, uh, old man and curling. I'm going to stop after I say this. I, I work outside. And I've dated a lot of women who work inside, who try to tell me, I work just as hard as you. 
And I'm looking at him like, <laughs> seriously, listen, you can work. Everybody knows in America, you can work 40 hours and not do much. And that becomes a problem where we're, we're in a society where people believe that. And I hate to say it, women, y'all actually do this to yourselves. Y'all on the phone, we see more women working on the phone all day that's not work related than anybody. So we don't look at women working 40 hours or 50 hours and 60 hours as work because even when you work with women, you you have to pick, you have to help women and do do them a favor and cut down their time and do extra and you're not getting paid for this stuff. Um, I don't know because regardless, most most um, corporations or most companies have some sort of level of, level of production. So our, our, our the type of work that we might do may be mental, whereas your work may be physical. But we're not able to um, just shop online all day as opposed to actually working. There's some output, and there's generally some sort of ca um, calculator to verify the output, you know, of your work. No, no that's, that's, mental that's work when you do physical mental, work. No, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's work. definitely mental. That's definitely mental involved in the physical, especially if you, in the most cases, where you, if you're it's intense labor, your actual life is on line. So again, I mean, child, uh, uh, LAR brought up a real good point that I mean, not only if you know, add to like the, the quote unquote gender war or whatnot, but I've had the same conversation with my wife, but she feels like, oh, I did the same amount of work you did, and so on and so forth, but you've been shuffling papers all day. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, no, there's no way you're gonna tell me that you're 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 in an air-conditioned space, you know what I'm saying, picking up papers and walking back and forth from the printer, and it's gonna be the same as me working yeah, outside. Really downplaying us, like really. No, we're not, we're well, not we're, we're, again, do uh, make work anyway. So I mean, you know, it was but that's what I'm saying. You're saying we're downplaying you, but again, you're, you're still not so, so, you, so concrete roads. So concrete roads, you would equate a man that's working outside doing hard physical labor. At, in a hundred degree weather, to the same as a woman that's sitting in a desk job, doing the same, doing doing well, work um, for eight I, hours. I don't, I don't I think that it's two different it things. They see it as greater. No, I think that it's two different things. But my point is that she's not, she's not home eating bonbons all day or taking care of yeah, the children. She's on a job playing she around with people. Oh <laughs> None of these bras are affirmative action hires. That's what they are. <laughs> But is that the broad is that the broad problem that she's an affirmative action hire? I mean, no, the problem, is, the problem is her equating it to a man's hard labor, though. Just like we have women in the office, there are men in the office who do the same shit. Yeah, not, not nowhere near this fool said, and, and, not, and, and I can promise you. In my line of work as a 22-year union man, first day on the job, watch the man die. I can promise you, ain't no affirmative action there. You want to know why? Because if you don't get the job right, somebody ends up dead. But women Here. are probably doing that role today because women are fighting to be firefighters to do everything. Man, look, man, it ain't nothing no, no, wrong. Let me, let me get into this job. Let me, tell you let me get into this real quick. We brought affirmative action and brought a whole bunch of bras on my job that didn't last a month. Let, let, me, let me say this. Month. My bad. Uh, he... I'm going to make a a, a, a a more broad point about this. The, the work ethic between a man and a woman, here, here's one of the problems. You can't say, if a man says, I worked all week, right? He still has to do his job in the household. These women are saying, I worked all week. And now I don't get, I don't, I'm too tired to do my job in the household. 
his job in the household yep. may be cutting the grass every two weeks. Her job is daily. She got to do laundry, take care of the kids, clean up, cook, wash dishes. That barge got that Hold on, Concrete Rose. Quick question. Fish. Concrete yes. Rose, if you're single, if you're a single mom, what are you doing? Game. Hold on, Concrete Rose, if you're a single mom, what are you doing? Okay. The same yeah, shit anyway, that's, right? That's totally different. Okay, well, you have well, somebody, not. so you shouldn't have to do everything on your own. Well, no, you still have a woman. You have womanly duties. You still have a woman's. It's, I mean, I know we like to try to get away from this, but I can break down to you what a single mother does if that's what y'all mm -hmm. want to know. Well, what would a single well, I can break down to you. Look, I've been a single father. I know. And I can break down what a single father does. So. I can, yeah, exactly. I can tell you what a single father does. I've been, I've been a single father. Would you say that it's hard too? Or say again? Would you say being a single father is hard or is easy? No, it's, no, it's, it's, it's not that hard. To be, to be real with you, and I've had people who had this argument with me, it really wasn't that complicated. And, and, and at the time, at the time, they were, they were wow. five, they were four and five. So I had two four-year-old twins and a five-year-old. Y'all really downplaying the woman's role. No, no, not, how are you not, telling me? How are you telling me? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You're not downplaying the I'm just simply saying, saying that that uh, in order to be a single mom, you got to receive something hard. Shut up, I'm <laughs> But no, nah, let me let me give you the full let me give you the full context. Um, this is back in oh eight oh nine or oh nine. Yeah, one or two, and I was working literally ten to twelve hour days, ten to twelve hour days. Had to get up in the morning, take them to daycare, get them from daycare. Of course, come home, cook, um, uh, clean up the little stuff they done messed up, get them ready for bed and all this other stuff. Um, after working a 10 to 12 hour day, then on the weekends, still find the time to go, you know, do activities and do fun things, make sure they're having fun and doing all this, that, and the other. So it's really, really overrated when I hear that's why I don't have sympathy. <laughs> I don't have much, I'm serious. Wow. I don't have much sympathy wow. for a woman when she tells me about how hard it is to be a single mom. Sure, so I'm just like, okay, I did the shit. I, 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 can, I can attest from, is one of the things that becomes an issue. Once you get a schedule and structure down, it becomes easier as it goes. Now, I've learned that I've met a lot of single mothers who really don't have any structure. So it makes the parenting more difficult. Like it ain't easy. like when you first start doing it, it's not easy. But if you once you put once you set a schedule, like you know when have pe people say, man, it took an hour to get the kids ready. You you don't, that that shouldn't go on for years. It it took an hour to get breakfast ready. That shouldn't go on for years. Once you get how to do it properly, all of the things to get a kid up and go to school, you know, bus or no bus, that might be a thirty Listen. minute process. I've so, always operated on a schedule, and I can tell you it's not easy. I've always either worked one job and went to school or worked two jobs in addition, and it's just because well, I wanted to. Well, let me ask you this, Andre. But well, there is a lot question. that goes into taking care of a home and taking care of children. Well, let me ask you a question. How hard was it for them to become a single mom? What, what, what went into it for them to do that? Uh, I don't know nothing about that. Yo. How, why you ain't asking the fathers how hard it was for them to become a single father? I, I, that's easy. All they had to do was get the high hard one, and there you go. Oh my god! So, um, what's up, everybody? Hey, what's, what's up, guys? My boy, I ain't, ain't heard ain't from you in a minute. Yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm in the chat. Um, the value of the of the woman is is to me kind of easy, man. Like we're not talking about being with them all the time for no reason. Like if y'all notice, all of these channels are dedicated to women. 
Is, does anybody object to that? Obsidian channel is dedicated to women. No. Oh no, um, my channel is dedicated to black It's Fantastic's channel is is dedicated pretty much to women. And when I say that, it's not that all of his streams are for women, but the men that we are um trying to protect or create um uh, a space for the you know manosphere and whatnot all of that has to do with women which is a testimony to the value her value well i can tell you right now black like, female 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 has proven very valuable to me right so exactly so that in and of itself and you can do the positive negative weighting of it all but that in and of itself is a testimony to the value. The fact that niggas will fight and go to war for for uh, women uh, that are near to them, dear to them, and sometimes people are reaching out to fight with folks that ain't near and dear to them is the value of it. So we can play with the weight of it about who who's better at raising kids. Well, you can't and play around that kind of weight with these broads. You see how big Lizzo is. You can't play around with that. You run you over like a Peterbilt. <laughs> but even even that, man, like we we can't. You're not going to be able to escape it because I don't I don't think you can proper. I don't think you can measure the value. I think is it immeasurable. No, I mean I I, I, I can I can argue that all day. I mean, okay. the value, yeah, value, I agree. Value, yeah, the value. Because you're talking money. Because I, I I can tell you right now that most of what I heard you talk about. Like y'all are looking at dollars and cents. That's not the only measure of a man or a woman. So go ahead and that's, now go ahead and so do. That's so true. It. Very true. Now do do what you're going to do. Fantastic. Time is time. Time is the most valuable commodity on earth. So no, I'm definitely. That's the most important thing. I mean, is time out of your life. That you can interact with a person that you dedicate emotions to and things. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear. Yeah, now I can. Okay. Okay. Um. So you know. Hey, bro, you're in the bad spot. Huh? Can you hear me? I think you're saying the dollar. The dollar. Yeah, you was borging. Was in? Was he borging to anybody else? That just me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was everybody in my back? Can, okay. Can you hear me now? Am I good now? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, no. I was yeah, just saying the dollars, the dollars and cents are a part of it, but I mean, it's not the most essential part of it because I mean, cause we live in a capitalist society. We live in America, so I mean, the dollars and cents are, are going to always be a part of it. It's a reason that finances are yeah. still the number yeah. one cause to this day for divorce. So we we can't add like finances aren't going to be a major part of it, but there are Absolutely. many other you know nuances and and um, uh, you know intricacies. That, that that mattered, you know, if not just as much and possibly even more. You know what, though? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And so when you, when, when she's devalued... Can oh, y'all hear me? Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, bro. I agree with what you were saying, bro, Gab. Even if you just take something as simple as the men on the panel who have been single fathers, like having to pay for child, um, doing different things outside the home. Like when I think of my fiance, like I can't even measure his value. Things that he do um, would cost me if he, well, and you know, it's not just the monetary, you know, 
what he brings in monetarily, but there are a, a wealth of things that he does that I can't even place a value on. So that is a good point um, that, you know, we can't strictly talk about the dollars and cents. Um, you know, just yeah. between men and women. Can I? Well, let me ask you a question here. The, the, the title of today's discussion is, Are Black Women Ready to Survive Without Black Men? And, and I was waiting to the answer to that question. Okay, good, good, good. Go ahead. So man. you want me to answer? Please. Okay. No. And I think, uh, I don't think either party is ready to survive without the other. Um, and I think that, you know, that's why, even though the numbers um, show that, you know, there's an increase in men who are marrying out and things of that nature, I think by and large that we need each other. And I think that some of us don't realize how much we do, but, but no, why without, from my mind, that we're ready to survive without Black men. So let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a follow-up question. The percentage of black women born 1965 to 1980, 1985, thereabout, what percentage of them do you believe are able to provide for their own security and protection needs, housing needs, and health care needs completely on their own? I can't quantify that. I don't I don't know. I have no idea. Does anybody 20, on the panel want to take a stab? 20 percent tops. 20 percent absolute tops. No more than 20 percent. Anybody else? And I want to counter the question, though. When, when, uh, counter it how? Um, I, I got a question to that question. Um, how you going to ask a question to a question, bro? Okay. Once you get finished, I'm going to come back with my question. Go ahead and finish with the with All right. Do, do you believe what percentage of black women, Mr. Fantastic says 20%, of the Generation X cohort, 1965, to 1980, maybe 1985, are fully capable of providing for their own security, housing, and health care needs completely on their own. It's higher. Yeah, I haven't than done 20%. the homework. Yeah, I haven't. No way it's higher than 20%. No way it's higher than 20%. No way. Of course. All right, how much higher than 20%? I had to put a number on it. I would say minimum. 40%. So mm -hmm. Mr. Fantastic says 20%. Concrete Rose says 40%. We haven't heard back from Daniel yet. Hey, Curlin, what do you think? Uh, I, 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 I'm going to go in the middle and say about maybe 25-ish. Um, and, and I kind of know where you're going. You know, there's a lot of factors to it, but roll on. Okay. So 25%. Gab is punted. The general's up here. What, what does he think? Okay, so you said from 1965 to what year? 88? 1980, 1985, thereabout. All right. So Gen X ends in 1980. I, I would tell you that that number would be considerably a lot higher than 25%. I would tell you that I would have to go around 50 to 55% of those women. Why? Because they came up at a different time in the era. So after 1980, I would give you, after 1988, I would give you that 20%. But from 65 forward, you got to remember, that's when a lot of black women were going into the workforce, by and large, and going into, edu into, into the education field. So there are a lot of sisters from that age. You're talking about the 50, and 50, 40, and 50-year-olds. So most of them are career women. Most of those are your school teachers. Most of those are in you know other, other clerical forms of work. 
most of those were around the time when um, you could work a job for 30 years and retire. Most of them are in the state jobs. Most of them are into federal jobs. Most of them work in the post office, shit like that. So that number will be about 50% from my personal experience. That's what I know. Because I look at, I, I have to look at the men in terms of that and do a comparative analysis. So I would say about 50% from 65 to 88. Now, 88 after 88, that number falls down to that 20%. Okay. Uh <clears throat> I say that the real number is closer to of everybody on the panel. I'm I'm inclined to agree with Mr. Fantastic at best 20%. And the reason why I say that is because black women in the last presidential election, 95% voted for the Democrat Party. Nine five, 95%. The way and that is the welfare state party. That is the big daddy government party. And that is what black women want. They want no you know what? Security not, concerns not and how paid that, for by government. Lots of not, black women work for big daddy government. Lots of black women don't save their retirement. Women being able Lots of to, black women to are serious spenders. Lots of black women are in serious debt to wit sturdy Stacey Abrams over almost a quarter of a million dollars in school and consumer debt. Black women carry the highest school debt of anybody in the nation. Black women spend on average three thousand dollars a year on Wookie weave, etc. At all, so okay, I think that Mr. Fantastic is closest to, to the to the actual number at best. Twenty percent of Generation X black women are fully capable of taking care of paying for their own security, housing. And healthcare. I want to do it. And hold on, and the whole, hold on, and the whole, 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 no, I, I understand the point that you all are making, and I think that it's subjective, um, quantifiable method that voting for Democrat. A lot of people vote for Democrat out of habit. Like, that's the party that black people have always voted for. Like, out of their, it's their ignorance, not necessarily because they want a handout. And let me ask you a quick question, Fantastic, because I noticed that a lot of men, a lot of black men especially, tend to bring up the wealth. Go out and come back in. Okay. A lot of black men seem, tend to bring up the wealth of black women, but I never notice when black men state their own statistics as to, um, as to how it pertains to what their uh, net worth is. So what is it's, black men's net worth? It's astronomically higher than black women. So what is it? You, but you're not giving I mean, me I specifics. Can, uh, I, want I, specifics. Can, I don't know it off the top of my head, but I, I can tell you it's, it's, exactly. it's way more than it's way more than zero dollars or a negative. But you can't get on a, and that's the problem with a lot of us because we'll kind of go on and kind of go off of what we heard or. Well, it's not we heard. I, see, I actually seen the I actually seen the data. I seen that data with my own eyes. So it's not anything okay. that I heard. I've actually seen. Yeah, the data. On the blackdemographics.com website. Yeah, black Demo Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So. Okay. Yeah. Not only that, we can drop the link in the chat. We can quantify all of these things the same way black women like to. We can measure. All of these things with regard to Generation X, black women the same way black women love to measure that, that big, big juicy car. We can measure it. We can, out of here, man. We can, me we can well, measure 
the school debt rate. We can measure the consumer debt rate. We can uh, measure others' expenditures. We can measure black women's, what they say, the reason why they support the black, uh, 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 support the Democrat Party. And they would still be speculating. No fair state spending. They want that. On whether or not women would so be able to So to be fair here, if we're going to go that route, and then here's a question for you, Obsidian. And I like to be down the middle. I like to be fair. Yeah. I remember when I first came on your show, I was thanked for being down the middle. But here I'm going, I have to be fair. If that is the case for black women born from 65 through 88, what is the case for black men born during that same timeline? Uh, that's a question for you and Mr. There's a very good report. Let me finish. Go ahead, go ahead. Give me a second and allow me to finish. Because we know that uh, black women were attending college at a rate of seven. For every seven black women, there were only three black men that were attaining their degrees during that same timeline. Uh, we also know that black women are the most educated group in America, right? We also know that black men, for the most part, by by and large, which is one of the complaints that some of the content creators have had, is that black men have been systematically shut out of certain areas and certain fields, therefore Facts. leading to the black women being put above us uh, in, in the society in which we live in, right? So if black women have a success rate of that 20%, that would mean that black men would have a success rate of half that. Of three percent, three percent, no, 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 ma'am, no, ma'am, and no, sir. And I can, I can, and let me, let me, let me, let me throw it at you real quick, real, real fast, real quick. Um, despite mm -hmm. the whole, you know, education thing, education was was useless. Um, to a point, to a black man at that point in time, because um, Obsidian speaks to it all the time. What the um, uh, the factory job and the unionized black people <laughs> took when they were able to be allowed to enter the unions and things like this and work these factory jobs. That was the best mm -hmm. thing about it because especially up in Detroit area and you know Cleveland and Ohio and the um the car industry, the um uh, General Motors and Ford, black people and black men took took advantage of those jobs and had some of the best pensions and things available to them all the time. Have you um, the have, general, okay so hold on so hold on I just hold on, hold on, I just, hold on, hold on I, let me get my last one out and I'm gonna throw it to you. Let me get my last little beat out. Go ahead, and you go ahead. and you too and you too the general you both know too again around that same time um i think it would have been late 60s early 70s what opened up for um black men um exponentially was what military service and being able to go into the military and take advantage of those things not only being able to retire from the oh, military so y'all were dependent on the government then oh, oh okay okay <laughs> okay so hold on i know you're not compared to depending upon the government the same as government assistance as for working for your country I know I'm you're just not saying, saying. y'all. Get that's, that's, that's no, 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 Obsidian okay, just listed so women who work for so the he, government. He, he I'm not saying you. I'm not saying you, Q. I'm not saying you, Q. I'm right. saying her. Me okay, working yeah, for my check is not the same thing as someone receiving free Obsidian just listed. Obsidian listed women who work for the government. So I said, if you're joining the military, you do know that even though you do know that even you do know that the you do know that the factory jobs and all of that stuff that you just threw out there, you do know that black men only made up for about 30% of that workforce, right? There are numbers out there that you can go and actually check and you can actually research that and find that the general, the, the auto, the auto industry and a lot of the steel mill jobs, yes, they were heavily dominated uh, at, mm. at a given point in time through the fifties 
by black men. But as as time moved forward, a lot of those jobs, remember, you were still just coming out of the Jim Crow era. So you were still kind of shed out of those jobs. They only that only accounted for 30 30 percent of the black men who moved because I got relatives who moved from the south to Detroit, mm. places like Detroit to work in that industry. And they were one of few black men allowed to, to, to get those jobs, those high paying factory jobs in the automotive industry. Right. So we just got to be we have to be more realistic when we have these conversations. We have to be honest. All right. The real reason why I came up here uh, real quick and I'll make it fast and I'll give it back to you guys and I'll go back to listening in is because I hear this talk about the, 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 the network of men and women in the household. OK. All right. This is what I want to say, and I'll make it real brief. Uh, as it opposed to women having to come home from work and do all the household chores and all of that, all of that jazz. All right, it's, it's it's real simple. They can cook, they can wash clothes, dry clothes, vacuum a floor, all at the same time because of the modernization of technology that we have today. Right, so that you we got to throw that shit out the window. It goes out the window. There's no I don't know I got a 20, 20, my house is about 27 square foot, 2,700 square foot. I've been here as a bachelor on my own. I clean this whole goddamn house up in less than four hours. That's after coming well, in from a 12-hour shift. On, in the not everyone has those luxuries. That's Some after. women still so have to wash like have to wash laundry on their hands. The rugs, and hang the rugs out. Some women do. Hold on. Who the hell got a washboard in 2019, <laughs> country roads? You don't get the fuck out of here. Show me a washboard. Show me a washboard in 2019, country roads. You don't get out of here. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, brother. Let, let, I just want to, I just want to, before it's missed, okay? So, even even the ones that do not live in a house per se, they still have the washing carrier. It's mighty funny that women, black women across the spectrum, from the time the gates were open and we were let out of slavery, they were able to go and work the fields right next to that black man, but yet go home and do all of the household chores that needed to be done, even after coming in after a hard day of working the fields, sharecropping. And there were no complaints. I don't get that. I, I just don't. I just don't get it. I don't. I mean, I don't understand what the complaint is. Life has been made so easy in modern times that now we got complaints about that. I think a lot of it boils down to effort. Because if I can come home and I can put a load of clothes in the washer, wash them, come in here while they washing, vacuum my floor, put my dinner on. When by the time I get done vacuuming my floors in my house, right, mopping, vacuum sweeping. The clothes are ready to be switched over to the dryer. I start drying my clothes. I come in here. I put my little dinner on, whatever it is I'm cook, bake chicken in the oven, make my little pasta sauce or whatever I got to do. By the time I do that, I come back and I fold my clothes. It's time to sit down and eat. Once I get done with that, I got dusting. I got little mini of shit, mini of shit to do. It, it, I don't understand why there's such a this debate. Why? Black women have to do, we have to go out and work eight hours, but then we have to well, come home you and do good, all the household chores. Some of no. us, some of you, us. You can't continuously actually, get that argument with the, with the invention of modern technology. Microwave, don't have the oven. Benefits. You don't have to go out and get chop wood, start a fire, pluck a chicken, some of us chicken do. in the hot water, <laughs> pluck the feathers off of it. You ain't some of do us do. That. Speak for yourself, Q. Yeah, I want to I wanna say this to that. Um, Like, my my wife is uh like she works a lot right so she works her regular job and then she comes home runs her business and then she actually still manages to 
can get food and stuff on the table too, right? And I'm talking about not McDonald's. Right. I'm saying, you know, cooking for a day or two to make sure we straight. And I'm going to be honest, man. I work a full-time job. And, you know, I help her with her business. But um, I don't I don't have the energy or I refuse to, to do the rest of that shit that I see her doing. Like she and she has the um, it's almost like a she's doing it just simply because she has to do it. But it be it, it it does wear her down and wear out, so she requires help. So I try to position myself and say, "Well, I'll do this," but I cannot. I could not do all that she does every and then day. Come, come home and and fix dinner. Why don't you hire? Uh, say it again. Why don't you hire? But guess what, oh, though, Gab? That's an if added expense. Yeah, like if you were if you were a single man, if you were a single man and you were a single father, you would have no other choice but to do these things if you want to have a certain standard of living. Yeah. If you were, if she were a single woman with a child or two kids. She would have no other choice but to do these. Y'all steady want to downplay. Let this man. Let this man um, give give props to his woman because he understands how hard her job is, and I appreciate you really coming up here and saying that. You would hire a chef. Oh my gosh. Well, not like like the expense for the for the chef. I mean, like you know, I could probably put something aside and do do some of that to to relieve her, but. I, you know, that's just something. See, I, I wouldn't even want a chef in my kitchen, and I do everything. I don't want a chef. And the thing, thing is, this whole this whole charade no, of this y'all are downplaying it. He's keeping it real. Doing house. I think y'all are trying to silence him because it's a it's a point the finger back and forth. We could do that all day. Yeah, we don't even have to do that if we could keep it real and just acknowledge that it is a lot for a woman to work forty hours, take care of children, take care of the home, take care of the husband. It is a lot, and nobody's saying that we can't do it. But it's a lot. Yeah, I personally I did not want to see all that. I Again, personally, lo I personally love the idea of being able to hire my own wait staff. Well, and so yeah, my I woman, all she has to do is look good and, and make want, ready to to, to, to offer the appropriate negotiations to the black monolith. Assume the position, baby. Oh my God! Right. I don't want strangers you. in my house. We, we got you. Uh, we got you, up here. But uh, like Gab just told you, uh, some people just don't believe in having people in their house like that. Right. right. Who wants so that? That's, for some, that's a no go. No, okay? and then it's an if additional expense. You, you on a different, you yeah. in a different stratosphere than everyone here, because you would rather have a chef come in and a housemaid come in. I could do all those things too, but I prefer not to. You know why? Because I prefer to do it myself. I prefer to take care of the things that I work hard for and take care of my home myself. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? And a but lot of women quick, are quick like question. that too. We complain and we talk all that smack, but when, when my man is in the kitchen too ahead. much, I'm answer. telling him, I'm like, babe, I got it. You don't have to, right. you know, cook. And so, so we we talk all that smack, but we don't want anybody yeah. else to do it. We don't trust right. anybody else doing it. That's yeah, what she's doing. Go ahead. But yeah, but quick question though. Like I said, how, that brings me back to my original question. What's the issue and the problem with it that if you were a single mother, you be doing all the shit anyway. Now you're just doing it with a man. Of course, I'm with Gab. You don't just <laughs> let your woman suffer and hang out there and just, you yeah. know, slave and, and, and do any everything by herself. You see her yeah. struggling along. She's having a hard day. So, hey, baby, can I help with this? 
Gonna I'm going to tell you the it. difference, Fantastic. You signed up for a partnership, no, so she I shouldn't have to do it by herself. Hey, you know what? Offer sometimes. I'll put the clothes in the washer. I'll put them in the dryer. Yeah, yeah I'll surprise her. Take her out to dinner. Women just want to feel good. Right, but let me finish. I don't think you, know you can hear me. It, we know that we live in a supersonic, supersynthesized we know that we live in a supersonic, supersynthesized world and things move extremely fast. And it seems like there's not enough hours in a day, especially you got to work eight hours and most people try to sleep eight hours and then you try to have some sort of life in between <clears throat> that, right? So we understand that, right? So yes, it does. And for the, but this is something else that I think that we missed. Ever since we were brought to this country, the black man and the black woman has had to work side by side in order to make ends meet in the household. That's just the way things were, sure. and for the most part, always have been. And sure. it seems like the, the, uh, our forefathers through the 40s, 50s, 60s, early 70s were able, and, and mostly through the 80s, were able to do that. Understand that we both have to go out here and work, that we both have to get in here and raise these kids. That we both have to get in here and take care of this house. And that's a, that that was something that was understood. I think now what's happening is is that we've gotten a little bit beside ourselves, right? We've gotten to the point where we don't feel like Who we should have to do all these things. So that's why I married you to come here and cook and clean and do all this bullshit. Oh, by the way, you got to work too. You know what can I'm saying? I, can I uh, interject ahead, on this and let a bachelor get something off his chest? <laughs> <laughs> well, um. Yeah. Okay. Like I said before, I, I'm originally, I was born in New Orleans. So I said that to say this. I had women who taught me how to cook and I had men who taught me how to use my hands. Now at, at my age and for the last 10, 20 years, what we don't want to admit is technology has made a lot of us lazy. And it's not that we can't do it. It's that we refuse to. And that gets in the way of the relationships. The reason I say that is because I have only probably met two women in my adult life that could cook better than me. I haven't met that as many men. Like when I was a, when I was a young man, I was fixing stuff in my, in my uncle's and aunt's house that he couldn't fix. So we don't want to admit that, you know, what wound up happening is technology made people too lazy to the point that I got a job. I could pay somebody to do it. And now people are paying for everything to be done that you could do yourself. You know, I've yeah, dated yeah. single mothers who don't cook for they who don't cook for their kids, but they want you to take them out. They want you to cook for them. On the minds we have, L.A.R., I don't yes. you, you write about me, but I don't want to do that shit. Like I don't, I don't want to cook. Right. This, like this is certain thing. Like I hate this shit. Like actually, like when I when I gotta go on this, a couple of dishes I I might make, man. And, and those nights I gotta set my mind to the shit. And I'm 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 acknowledging that my wife she sets her mind to that shit with with with. It seemed like it ain't nothing. It's but just a part of my, what she my does. My mother did the same thing. I watched all the women of my family kind of do this shit. And men, like I know, I would come home for a long time, bro. I wouldn't even offer to help do shit. Here's 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 <laughs> for the a killer. long time. Here's the killer of that. If okay. you learn how to cook, just using cooking as a reference, cooking when I cut the grass, all this stuff. When you learn how to do it, it don't take all day. A lot of times, people don't want it. Like every, if I got to get it, fix my car. If I haven't fixed, touched anything in my car in a while, it's gonna take me a little longer to do it. 
a lot of this stuff is just the refusal to to do something. When we cooking, if you cook a meal, it can last two three it's, days. It's not that it takes all day. And to be completely honest, my fiance cooks better than me, but I prefer to do it. Like I I think that you know that's part of my role. So I don't want him to have to cook every night. Um, every once in a while, sure. But it's not um, you know the fact that. Um, and, and you said, you know, you could, you don't know too many women that cook better than you. So it's not the point that, you know, you, they don't, they may not cook better than you. It's the fact that it's part of the multiple tasks that we have to do when we come home. And yes, cooking dinner, if you prep for it and you plan out and you, you know, you kind of have um, everything planned out, it, it's not something that'll take all day, but it's one of many things. If you're taking care of children, doing laundry, checking homework, you know, there's a lot of things me, on the list. Let me interject and say this to you, Concrete, because I'm the reason I said, let me get in this, let a bachelor get on, on this. People who are in relationships and in good and healthy relationships, they don't realize how many single people, and I'm speaking as a man, how many single women don't cook for themselves, don't clean up after themselves, they, but they can be on the phone the whole time that their kids are hungry. Like a lot of times we say these people are working hard. You don't look at these people in their downtime, what they're doing. Absolutely nothing. Right. And this is this is where the problem lies because what guys are saying who are single dating women, it's not that you we go we understand you got a job, but here's the thing. We see you ladies in your downtime and we see you you're choosing not to do anything. Mm. And but, that's but, where but, the laziness occurs. Yeah, I mean, and I understand that. And I can't uh, like I have that's to a crap, that's a that's friends. a ball. I see the ball oh. popping. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have friends who um who, who have children and women friends who are just single and they don't cook. Like I, I have a friend who, you know, she goes out to eat every day of the week practically and there's maybe a different guy taking her. So I, I do have oh, friends Lord. who don't cook and that's not a, you know, that, I'm not saying every woman does. She's not that, a dinner whore, is she? Yeah, that's what that is. <laughs> I guess she could consider her that. I wouldn't consider her that because she goes out with guys, the guys who take her out to eat, she's not interested in them like that. You that's, know, they're that's, like that's why we call them that. That's why oh. we call them that. Okay. Because like that, you think about it like this way, you 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 become okay. If I was let I don't even know how to do reverse this, but think how lazy you gotta be. To I don't want to cook so much that I'm gonna go around people that I don't like so I can get a free meal. That's horrendous. That's <laughs> well, horrendous. It's not necessarily that. Uh, she doesn't like to cook. Um, she doesn't like to touch meat and all that stuff. But she may like their Apparently. conversation. She might not be interested in them. You know, physically, she might not. You know, but she may like their conversation. They may be but that, funny to her or right. intelligent or. That's what the girls used to do when I was in college when they when they wanted a free meal for the for their roommate. <laughs> No, I feel you. I feel you, know. you. Oh, you, oh you, you're speaking of like real live action dinner whoring? I yeah. Mean, if that's what you want to label it, I guess. Yeah, dinner whoring. Like where you, you <laughs> go on fucking, uh, a fucking date to eat with a guy you no, have no actual... The difference is she doesn't lead them on. She'll tell them, hey, you know, we cool, but like she doesn't lead people on and say... Before, hold on, before she accepts the dinner? Um, yeah, what is she okay, saying? I just no, want you to take me out no, to eat. No, 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 she doesn't. Answer. 
let me let me answer. She may not like there may not be an instant attraction, but even after so after they date, she may say, "Oh, well, I don't know. I'm not really feeling like that." But they still want to be her friend, and they'll still continue to take her out, even though she she's let them know. That okay, I know what I know what went on. I get oh, it. Okay, yeah, it's not just, it's not just it's simps. She's cute, and yeah. also she's saying just enough not to get a second date. Yeah. That, that's what this is like. I, I look. She I got a the vagina across that mustache. Right. It, it's, <laughs> she's saying just enough to get it. You know, I don't. I need to get to know you a little bit. Like I'm now. No, so maybe, she'll tell them. Like you're cool, but I don't know. I ain't really feeling you. Like she's very blunt. And, no, no. You know, she's telling she's, you that she's, she's, she's telling them that. Like, she's I telling know, you I've that. That was she telling you. She ain't telling. Friend zone that just like being in her company, you know. She's hey, that like man, she's still still like this 2019. I don't believe it. Unless your friend is that fine, unless your friend is just some she's fucking an attractive girl. Fine shit, I doubt it. She's she a ten, or she's like an eight or better. She eight or better. She's an attractive girl. I don't believe it. And that many steps out here. Oh my like gosh. That. Okay, but what was what that's, was the who else wanted to chime in? She lied. Usually, how women operate. So, oh, oh. you're Borgen. You're Borgen. Oh, you know what? Can I add something to the topic real quick since he's Borgen? Go ahead because we can't hear him. Um, I know it's going to sound weird that I say this, but I, I, I think when it comes to the actual, to the topic part, I think the men feel like we could survive longer without the women than the women can survive without us. Really? Yeah. Because, because That's we've a been, good spin on it. Yeah, we've been, like, at a certain age, we've been groomed to say the women don't believe in us, the women don't respect us, the women can do their own thing. But on the, the flip side of that, you didn't realize how much the men started doing on their own. Listen, I know we can't survive without y'all. I understand and I acknowledge the fact that men build, men are the hunters. Men, like, we need oh, no. men. So Concrete. maybe you have a point. Y'all might be able to last a little bit longer than us. Concrete. But. I'm not even talking about the building part. Think about it. Like, what? okay, if when this when this plays out, a man would say, okay, let me get this right. I don't have to. So if 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 I don't need a woman... I don't have to take women out. That saves me money. I can cook for myself. That saves me money. I, I don't have to have a second person to worry about. That saves me time and money. I can focus. Like a lot of the stuff that men do, people forget, women forget that men are very giving. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the things that we give to you, when we give it to ourselves, we, we got more of it. Yeah, but men require more physical touch. So I think that in that right. respect. Yeah, but, but you, can, you can buy that. He can buy. He can buy that. Okay, so therefore you need a woman. Hello? No, but you don't need you don't need a black woman. That's any woman that's willing to buy, willing mm. to sell. Okay, that's any yeah. woman that's willing to sell. So I mean, again, you know, that's, uh, you you go into this whole thing of um, as a part of topic, are black men ready to you know, uh, is it black women ready to move on without black women? Or yeah, we, can we, we survive without? I, I want you. So, I'm gonna ask you a question. No, I'm sorry, yeah. fantastic. Do you know how many women are on dating sites and social media selling their bodies? Right. So y'all will have to go with non-black women because we're no, 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 no. no, black, no, no. Oh, black. He said black. He said black. Black. Like you black. do I know how many black women? Do, do I know how many? Uh, yeah. No, yeah. I have no clue. Probably more than I would ever. Be it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. 
And, mm-hmm. and a lot of times we don't we don't even talk about it, but there's a lot of sisters out here who are just uh up for uh, uh have a, a clearance. Looking for 40, they looking for a $40 holler. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but in that case, if it's a black woman, you're not surviving without black women. But that's, again, that, that, that's what you know doing. It's probably women you oh, know that's that's, Oh, no, that's definitely really? women that you know doing. They're just not no, letting you know. I, I so. promise you, at least one woman you know is selling her body mm. for cash. You just don't know about it. No, that's how prevalent it is. Ninja Assassin, if you want to chime in, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to um, ignore your presence. But yeah, feel free to chime in. I will. Give me one second. Sure. Roger Report, were you trying to say something? I think your phone is better. Well, what I was saying is, when it comes to women selling... Uh Uh-oh, you went back out. You Borgan again. You have a friend that... But he got that family dollar wireless, man. You gotta, you gotta get that shit fixed, bro. Y'all always talking about folks. <laughs> I can't talk because I had a struggle connection earlier, but I was traveling, Child. so I have, you know, an excuse. <laughs> I was, I was real, I was really struggling. But go ahead, um, Danny. Were you trying, trying to chime in? Um, no, I'm just trying to get everybody in and out. So if I'm rotating y'all in, it ain't nothing personal. I'm just rotating y'all in and out. So I'm going to step back out and I think I'm going to let Gab back on. And okay. Oh, cool. I should have said concrete. If you, if you were yes. ever like the, 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 the single life is a complete different beast from relationships. Completely different beast. Yeah, because, and I've almost always been in relationships, so you. I mean, I don't know a whole lot about what's it, going it, on in the single. Uh, because it's the quote, like the quote unquote hookup culture. Mm-hmm. You got to take e- everything people say with a grain of salt, because okay. it's just like being online. They can be one person in your face. Mm-hmm. People are catfishing their sexual lives. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, they I get you, but females are pretty honest. Like the thing is. No. How many women? Hold on, hold on now. Hold on, hold on. Concrete Rose. No, quick question. Concrete Rose. How many women you know that's done admitted to you that they selling that 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 cat? None. But my point is. All right, then. So hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Listen to what you just said. Now you said none. So you okay. said you you zero percent of women that. have admitted to you that they selling that cat. But you know well, for sure that there are women out here selling well, that cat. Wait a minute. How many men are admitting to buying cat? That's a real question. <laughs> a lot of them. It's a whole, oh, 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 oh. It's, it's a whole drinking, it's a whole drinking division of the manosphere. It's a whole, yeah. It's a whole tricking division of the of the manosphere. Really quick. Those that tell you they don't mind buying it. Really quick. The reason that I say women are honest is because they divulge stuff that you would be like, wait, what? You actually telling people that? So they tell stuff that is very personal and private. They share that with their girlfriends. So that's why I say they're honest. No, ma'am. No. Very few women. Unless, unless you're, unless you're in a, unless you're, yeah, unless you're in a gaggle of horrors, no one is going to fucking, uh, she's not going to, um, uh, you know, expose her horror activity. Uh, you know what? I got, I, got, I got it. Concrete. You know, no, you, you remember. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You remember no, no. girls that, mm. that, that you wouldn't want around your man? Oh, uh, yeah. I have a few friends that I wouldn't want around my man. They've learned mm-hmm. how to not 
say the things that makes you know she ain't around, coming around my man. Mm. See, we pick up on it because we like, oh, okay. okay. Okay, well, let me ask you this because Danielle did have a very good question. She said, how many men? Like, do your friends tell you, yeah, I, I bought sex from a woman? Like, do they, are men like openly admitting to their guy friends? Like, Okay, yeah. Danielle, a couple of years ago, the Super Bowl was no. here, right? Mm-hmm. So my homeboy buys a place and I'm using this because it's so long ago. <laughs> My homeboy buys a place and he and he's talking. He's like, yeah, yeah. She said she's going to need three roses because I don't know if you know this, like certain things online, there's a certain cash talk that's not cash. Mm, OK, so when, when you see those little emojis, mm-hmm. those emojis mean this and this for money. Oh, I got gotcha. you. OK, I so, no clue. right. So. We sitting so in there like, was thinking her homegirl was a florist all this time. <laughs> it's not a florist. It's not a florist. <laughs> we sitting there watching the game. Next thing I know, chick comes. Okay, no big deal. Chick goes upstairs with the guy. Like, okay. She comes down. He says, well, listen, we still got 30 more minutes so she could twerk for everybody. So that's what she did. This is like some dark web stuff. No, it's... It's, it's like Instagram. Yeah, my point that I came to make, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. Yo, talking about look, some shit. That's old, old man, guy, bro. That's the old. That's the old nigga. <laughs> Figure it out, man. But hey, real quick, um, Concrete Rose. Yeah, man. You didn't. You didn't know what Lincoln Bio means, Concrete Rose. Lincoln yeah, Bio on the Instagram. Lincoln Bio means your Instagram model. But wait a minute. What are you model with no contract? Are you a model with no with no official link with no bio well, not is, linked to does any not official mean that anything. you're selling your body? Come on now, bad, booking, booking info. Book, no, yeah, booking info. My bad, I said it, not legal. Yeah, no, that, booking info is no. Booking info is. I'm selling this cat. No, booking right info price. means if you want me to do a club appearance <laughs> no, or something. No, no, like no, that. no, no, no. Again, yeah. booking info. Say it with me now. Means I'm selling this cat. What you say, bro, God? Bro, God, they lying on the black. They lying on the black sisters. You are an admitted square to this fucking selling cat lingo. Accept it. We trying to let you know. We trying to let you know. I guess all these years, your homegirl talking about girl. Yeah, he gave me. Um, 120 rules. It's like, damn, girl, what's, what's going on with him? And you thought, you thought she just said, no, nah, she's motherfucking selling that cat. Oh my Listen, gosh, the modern day, uh, let's just say, the modern day thought speaks in double entendres. <laughs> if you hang around enough guys, you start learning the double entendres. Mm. You think, you saying booking info means she's flying for clubs. That does mean that. And yeah. it also means she's flying for Johnson. Oh my oh, god, god. <laughs> it's a double entendre. Now, you know what? I don't know how you all you know, I think that's a special select group of women. I don't think yeah. 
Yeah. Which you one? I mean? I, and I'm trying to tell you this. The single life is a completely different beast. How There are vastly more single people than they are married people. Mm -hmm. So the select few you talking is part of the 75% majority. <laughs> oh my God. Bro, Gab, you were trying to chime in. <laughs> Nah, nigga, nigga need to drink some ginkgo or something. <laughs> you motherfucker changed the goddamn subject. I'm sorry, Gab. <laughs> we didn't want to I was survive back without that. Man, I, when I remember the shit, I, I raised my hand again. God damn it. Sorry, hey, man. Ninja Assassin, have you ever heard of the stuff that they're talking about? Um, so sorry can you enlighten me i was i was in and out Dang, why can't i hear her oh my gosh I, this string can you hear me you can hear, uh, you can't hear. yeah i can, yeah, hear, I can hear i can hear her fine concrete just can't hear you right now hold on let me get <laughs> sorry my, um, i'm sorry no hold on let me get my uh headset hold on oh yeah no we can hear you concrete i just think, yeah, I think it's just concrete you're good to go you're, you're, you're okay you're so y'all talking person. about prostitution what y'all talking yeah. about yeah yeah social media these ig models selling ass let me ask you this question first so we can kind of get back to the topic. Okay. <laughs> My God. <laughs> the topic was, are black women able to survive without black men? Do, do you see us surviving without black men? Um, Honestly, no. I feel like black men, in my opinion, they're, they're, the leaders, they 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 lead. We follow. Not not mean like slave wise, but like they lead the household. We follow. I feel like um, we need them, and they need us. I think it it goes hand in hand. Like um, even though I heard somebody say earlier that you know times have shown that men can do without us, I honestly feel like um, we need each other at the end of the day. Unless you can show me some stats saying that black men can survive without having a woman. I, I no. Social spending by the government is half, at least half that of men than it is for women. Women are expensive, especially as they age. That's the reason why I mentioned the Generation X cohort. Thank you. Um, so you're saying <laughs> that men can survive without women because we're expensive? That's your that's your your argument. I'm it's, I'm saying I, I'm saying that men are less costly to maintain, okay. and yes, I am saying that a man in today's world can just do up the uh the uh the the calculations and come to the very simple conclusion that it is much cheaper to keep her uh, not 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 to get married <laughs> unless <laughs> unless unless you're looking for to have children, and even that you can outsource. Or you're looking to, to, to deal with a business uh, a proposition. Furthermore, hold on. You got to keep it contextualized. Black women. Again, a black man can pick any other woman other than the black woman to go ahead with and do that. Because, again, black men are wanted in the sexual marketplace and in the dating marketplace at a higher rate than the black woman. No, you was right. In if the sexual black men, marketplace. If black, no, sexual you know, and dating married, and marriage. And marriage. Y'all are yes, fetishized. There are and, more and married and black men than black women. Yeah, because black men propose. Well, no, they still have to accept the proposal. Uh, Motherfuckers get denied every day, B. But yeah, way, but back to black my, men are choosing to propose point. to non-black women. Yeah, but they don't have to accept them. But anyway, let me just... Over 80% of black men are married to black women. Yeah, 89%. Go ahead. Actually. 
fantastic. Again, if black men, if black men were to leave and totally say, "Hey, we're not fucking with y'all no more," you'd have nobody to fuck with. No other That's man again. Believe, it's been, but... it's been proven. No, it's not what I believe. Everything I'm saying has fucking data and science behind it. Can you tell me that? Can you tell me that? Anybody else? The black dog. Well, of course, no, you don't yeah, have a choice. Is, you don't have a choice. Is, they, they, women don't have. Hey, 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 concrete. concrete. Are you a good dancer? No. Because <laughs> you're shimmying like I don't know what it is. You're shimmy, shimmy, y'all, shimmy, y'all, shimmy, y'all. You know, whatever. Here's the, you know, I, I hate, to, you know, I don't hate to agree, but here's a, Fantastic has a point. You, we might not just like it. And even, and Old Man has a point. What, what comes up that the ladies don't want to take in consideration, the things that are priceless, right, that, that women can bring to a relationship, the, the modern day woman does, the modern day black woman is not bringing those things to the table. What do you mean? Like, what aren't we bringing to the table though? Like, I, I honestly, and maybe I, I, it's because I might. Um, I told you, I told you single life is different. Uh, For one, just on a, va- on a, on a, on a regular scale, a lot of the women aren't nice. A lot of the women aren't feminine. A lot of the women oh are lazy. And a lot of those women don't, don't necessarily, I'm sorry, give me one second, Ninja. And a lot of those women don't necessarily like men. They like the benefits of being around men. They just don't like them. They trying to live hot girl summers. I ain't even, I ain't even bringing up the sexual part. It's, it's, you know, you don't realize how many women have, have a disdain for men if they're not getting something out of it. Well, I, you know, I, I'm not going to argue with like I, I get the fact that you know oh, black wait, women wait. are not. Go ahead. Um, Can I ask a question? And, and I'm not trying to like you know clown nobody, but no. how many people on this panel are actually married? Can, can can we answer that real quick? Just just wanted to ask Mr. that. Mr. Fantastic, one. Well, one now. Okay. But like I said, I'm talking for Bachelor Life. I'm just asking <laughs> a question. A yeah. Simple question. How many of you guys are married? Fantastic me. Who else? Uh, I'm actually Pam's married. married, and I don't. I think Bison, aren't you married? I'll be there August. I, I, I guess now, I'm the how resident. How many of you guys are married to the same race? A black I, guess, I guess I'm the resident uh, confirmed bachelor here. And Fantastic. LAR, of the world unite. <laughs> are you guys all married to someone other than your race? No, not me. There so black, black women. all the way around. Well, well mine, mine, yeah. is, mine is uh, Nigerian, so I mean. Good nah, plan. His wife <laughs> is Nigerian. <laughs> The reason why I asked that is because I know personally over 40 married couples and they're all black, married to black people. Okay. Where did she go? Oh, oh you know, she, she, got, she, got, she that got that cricket. She got that Metro PCS. Now nah, she'll be back, I'm sure. I think, you I know, know I, I know a good number of uh, married couples too. Like, yeah, I me too. That's not a, that's not a, um, did she come back? No, that's not a um, anomaly. You know, I know black people. Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's what I'm saying though. I mean, I, I mean, and I'm not clowning, or well, she'll, she'll be back to make that count, but yeah. everybody's married to Thank their you. own demographic more than anybody else. No, no other, no race on the planet. Is married out at a fifty-one percent rate. No, no race on the planet dates out at a fifty-one percent rate. Right. So saying yeah, that you only, know a lot of black people that's married, that, that, that's not saying anything special. Yeah, I don't know what her point was. I mean, actually, the highest so she can elaborate. The highest uh, yeah. interracial dating group is Asian women. Yeah, Asian women, yeah. white men. You got that? Uh, what red, 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 what's going on? What I was trying to say is a lot of 
black men are marrying black women. And when Absolutely. you sit there and say that majority of us are lazy and we right. only with the man for the benefit, maybe that's the black women you know. Because mm. I don't know women right now personally <laughs> that I fuck with. And when I say as a friend, I don't associate yeah. with a hoe. I don't associate with women who are not about you know, better in themselves and better in their lives. I'm not, I don't know. Like no, no, you, you, no, circle, no, can I finish? Can yeah, I finish? Yeah, make a point. The <laughs> circle that I, the circle that I keep is people that are about something. So I can't speak on how many women I know that are hoes because if they're hoes, I'm not fucking with them. I got to know what you're doing. Because if you're my friend, I know everything about you if you're my friend. Now, if you're acquaintance, then I'm not going to know that you're a hoe on the side, right? Not, okay. So what I'm saying is that the black women and men that I hang out with, we we love each other. We build each other. We care about our husbands. Yeah. We care about our spouses. We don't. We're not lazy. We go getters. We out there. We support our husband. If he tells us get your ass in the car, we get in the car. We're not arguing. So Ninja, that's who I associate with. Ninja, so I'm I don't not know these lazy women you speak of, sir. I don't know these no, lazy no. And women that's only with men for the money. But you do got these gold diggers out there. No, no, You're no. right. I, give me, I, I, I give me a it. second. Give me a second. I'm not. I don't disagree with your point. What I'm saying is. You know, just like I said to, to Concrete, that's a, 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 a married, a, the married population of black America is actually the minority population. So you you are in an enclave. I can see everybody else. And the, the women I'm talking about are the majority. That I, I'm not saying that, that married women who, who are wives and wife material don't exist. I'm saying they're the minority population in our group, just like you can say the same about the men. And Ninja, also, what, what would you say, Ninja, to that right there? Do you think that women that are about the same thing as you are are in like 50 50? Like the other ones, like the ones that are not about much, but the game. That, that we see being played, you know, on on Atlanta Housewives, right? Would you say that the world that the world that you live in is is cut up 50-50 with, with those women and you and in, in your lifestyle, or what what would your percentage be of of women? Yeah. Now, that's a good question, and I'm going to be honest with you. I can honestly say, just based off of what I've seen, and I'm sorry if my voice is weird, y'all. I'm, I'm getting over a cold, but I can honestly say that from what I've seen in today's society, you have more hoes. You have more women that want to benefit. I can okay, honestly so say that. I can't even say it's 50-50. I can honestly say it could be 60-40. And okay. it's because I see it. 70, and I can actually take accountability okay. for that me. type of the woman that goes on Instagram and says, yeah, this is my booking info, but internally she hoeing because most right. of your Instagram models are hoeing. They are not yeah. selling Thank you, Ninja and Sassy. making 10000 a month. I know the business. Please, please I know educate the business. Your, no, no, so no, no, Hold on. Because they, took away, because they <laughs> took away their, their Bible back page, now they got to go through other avenues so they don't get caught up. That's when they put the Gmail info out there for you to reply to it. So that's how a lot of these women are picking up these ballers. And I'm not going to say it's the man's fault solely that they're fucking with these hoes because the hoes already letting you know I'm a hoe. But at the end of the day, women, we have different parts than men. We got to protect our temple. We can't be out there selling pussy. And then some of these women that are selling pussy, they have kids. So you ask yourself, why is she doing that? Because her mother was probably, she probably wasn't shit either. So at the end of the day, it goes back to this woman don't want a man to lead her because she thinks that she could do it on her own by selling pussy. Mm -hmm. When internally, that's not going to get you far. It's not. And as a black woman, you got to do better. You are more than thighs and hips, but they're not going to realize that because their mama didn't teach them that. Now, mind mm -hmm. you, I grew up without my mother because she died when I was young. And I still knew what a hoe was. 
I knew how to say no, and I knew how to not hang around with hoes. And I did very well. Didn't get pregnant in high guidance. school. So in lack of guidance. So even though I didn't have my mother, I had my father. And he taught me what he knew. And if he didn't know what, what this was about, you know, what I was going through as a woman, I knew to consult a teacher or a family member or somebody else. I was just that smart as a kid. But these women nowadays, they do sell their ass on Instagram. Ain't none of them making 20000 a month off of tea. They make it off of being thrown out, sucking dick, going back home. So at the end of the day, I, I can honestly admit that they do have to, more holes. Huh? <laughs> I said, dick up till she hiccup. Preach something. You know what it's talking about. Keep preaching. When I see stuff like Love and Hip Hop and Atlanta Housewives, I be like, man, they just making us look like fucking fools. They got us out here looking like dummies. Like, y'all better than that. And a lot of these women do it for the check. I know a lot of the shit is scripted, too. So we got to mm -hmm. think about that, too. You know Atlanta Housewives is scripted, bro. Yeah. So but that's the, the problem, day, too, because go ahead. if you don't have a moral base, like, you'll be willing to sell yourself for anything. Like, there should be some things that we aren't willing to do on TV for a check. I ain't willing to that's show right. my tail for a check. I ain't willing to act a fool and disgrace my race for a check right. you know what i mean and that's that we have a lack of morals and a lack of you know moral foundation so you know we'll do anything for a dollar okay that, and, here, and here's a here's a good debate how many of y'all seen that lizzo shit all over instagram right. where you got these black women saying i give it up for her she's uh uh bettering women she's showing yeah, you that you could be a big positivity. ass big ass obese black woman oh, with your ass out <laughs> no 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 see my argument my argument is I don't give a fuck if you're Rihanna. If you come to a game dressed like that, you look ratchet as fuck. I don't care if you're Jenna yep. Jackson, Rihanna. I don't care if you're skinny, you got abs. Ratchet right. is ratchet. See, I wasn't going to defend Lizzo and then say that Rihanna was, was right for coming out there with a sheer outfit on her shoulder nipples. She mm -hmm. ratchet too. At the end of the day, mm -hmm. when you look at the culture, women think it's okay to do that because you know i saw lizzo do it no no you know that shit is not okay and i'm not and i'm not a, i'm not bashing her because she's big i'm bashing her because she know better you ain't got to sell your ass to sell a couple records because you know what that did that was publicity now they went and looked for her music clicked on it that's what it's about because of the fact that like you must not believe in your talent if you're having to show your body and Thank show your you. tail three times a week in order to keep views and now, keep check your popularity. Out. Now just like I just like I said that Lizzo was wrong. Another artist that I don't fuck with and I hope I don't insult anyone because y'all might like her. I don't like Megan the Stallion. I only know her for getting mm. on her knees mm -hmm. and shaking her Twerking. ass. I don't know none of her yeah. music. Me I hate to mean she's ratchet. She's just as ratchet as any other one of these bitches. Every time I look at her Instagram, mm -hmm. she's on her knees, popping her ass. Or I don't know her music. I know her ass because that's what I see. Let, let me say something to, to that to a degree. And I'm sorry. This shit, okay. One of the problems with the Lizzo situation is how people were big up in it online, but also when people was like, she's young. What do you mean she's young? She's 31. That bitch 30 plus years old. Oh, oh, hell no. Yes. She's 31? Yes. Yeah, she's 30 yes. yes. I, somebody said she was 25. No, she's 31. Uh, the other thing about that is we don't realize, and I talked about this before, if you look at the black female artists in the last like 10 years, mm -hmm. okay, you had Nicki Minaj on stage with a strap on. Ugh. You had Rihanna on the cover of a magazine with a guy pouring water down the crack of her butt when she had no oh, panties wow. on while she was twerking. I remember that. Right? right. You, you you got Cardi B twerking pregnant on mm -hmm. stage. Mm -hmm. uh, so, what was the name of that publication? <laughs> <laughs> Hold.com. Just, just for the research. Just for the research. Just for the research. You know, it was scientific. 
<laughs> she said bad but, faith. But the but e the reason I even brought up Houston is because people don't want to admit this, but there are a lot of women who worship Beyonce to the point they try to take it up a notch sexually. She Beyonce did a lot of thought things, but she kind of toned it down. These well, girls she, are she turning it up. The same day that Lizzo wore that outfit um to the game, she posted her butt uh, with her for Ivy Park. Park. Yeah, yeah right. she had on like a bikini. Was it like a bikini Beyonce. or no, like a bathing suit? It was suit, like right? a thong. Yeah, right. But but she won't she won't take it as far. I get you what I'm saying. saying? Yeah. yeah. So like everybody wanted to emulate her, but you got like they went from emulating her to then Rihanna, then Nicki Minaj. Kim K. Now <laughs> always want to be naked. And that There's becomes levels. a problem. That, that becomes levels. a problem, right? Because for, for a lot of the guys, that's part of the thing, even part of the discussion. A lot of the women in our community are are banking on their sexuality, right? The right. hoes, the niggas the is ready right. to cash in. That's how they bank. You got, that's how you niggas got, you got, um, what's that girl that sings "Boot Up"? What's her name? You got the girl, her, the actual music singer, her. These two artists can sing their asses off. Notice how they yep. don't have no titties out and ass, but they're not selling mm. no records. Right. So well, if they're going to sell, they're going to have to link a sex tape. They're going to have to link a, a, a new oh. they sent to someone yeah. Yeah. in order to get to. And that's what happens when you, when it gets well, no, quiet no, no. and you're not selling records. All well, of a sudden, a titty pick come out. Here's the thing, though. LMI is from UK, though. So she's not going to. UK artists. No, she is. Yeah, she, she is. is. She is. She is. I know that. That's all she listened to. Okay, that was about to say. Somebody's oh, wow. one of these artists. His family have uh, is full of writers, but um, I guess that's not oh, her. You think it's her? And it, 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 I but thought she, it was Ellen. Grew up in that Disney scene, didn't she? I, don't know, I didn't know that, but I know she's from I'm the UK. A, my, my bad. I'm gonna say something about this though. If y'all notice, yeah, my girl says she's from East London. If you're a black woman. You either overly sexual right. or you look butch. Mm. Well, what about just, the girl with all the tattoos on her face that can sing that has the anxiety? Looking butch. Summer Walker? Ain't that the one who looked musty? She the one that looked musty, right? She's not doing that good. She's not doing that good right now musically either. Yeah, she having anxiety things, but she's breaking out. She can't take the fame. Yeah, she can't show up for the people. She look musty. She ain't bathing. Come on. Thing I can agree with him saying is that he's right. These new artists that are cooking, because there's so many. Huh? There's little, uh, little Miami, all these little rappers that I don't even know oh, about. Yeah. I just know them through their ratchetness. Young Miami. Young Miami, uh, who just got girl. pregnant. She got pregnant, the, the hot girl, girl summer girl, girl right? Girls. The dude didn't even want the baby. But check yeah. this out. All these women that are out right now because of their music, you don't know them because their music. You know them for the ratchet true. shit that they've done. True. Like I said, true. I don't really know Megan the Stallion's music. I, and I, I'm not going to lie. Mm -hmm. I don't listen to that type. I'm still stuck mm -hmm. on Lauryn Hill. That's my yeah. music right now. So people might not respect me. I don't even like Nicki Minaj's music. Well, that I much. remember when I feel Nicki like Minaj her best came music. Out and everybody was gasping. But see, hold up, hold up. Her body to the Who? I'm glad you said Nicki that. Minaj. Who? Here's the, I only like Nicki Minaj thing. when she first came out and she like with Monster. That was her best work. When she started going commercial and and pumping her ass for more of that gas stuff that she whatever she put in her ass. <laughs> yeah, and, and shaking it, she, she lost me. Cause she was beautiful without all the add-ons. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. No, have you yeah, she needed teeth. She needed the nose fixed. She was a little boy. She was a little boy. But she was a cutie pie. No, she wasn't. She, yeah, she looked like a tomboy. Even, even right now. But her butt looks disgusting. She looked like she was a goalie for the boys' soccer team. 
I hate to say this, but I'm gonna say two things about this. One, okay. artists from the '90s and back, they was ratchet as hell, but they knew how to be classy in public. True, mm. the, I the, give you that. Now, Foxy Brown, Adina yeah. Howard, she was the biggest hoe. Oh yeah, freak like me. Adina Howard was a freak, man. I'm yeah, but but, but but even like think about it. <laughs> Lauren Hill is her life is ratchet, but she won't put she won't go on stage and do that. So was Lauren Hill. Yeah, she yeah, was about women wearing looking. hairs like Europeans. Remember her consciousness? She's oh my gosh, she's crazy. But that's the thing about even, but not even just think of like Aaliyah. Aaliyah was the sex symbol of the 90s, and she wasn't over sexualized at all. Wait, 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 wait. Now, look, people don't want to hear this. People don't want to hear this, but Aaliyah was hoeing herself. Yes, Aaliyah was linked to a lot. Wait, wait, wait. I know people don't want to hear this. Because they look at her like no, the perfect angel. No. Aaliyah was linked to Jay Z before Dame Dash. But yeah, she was yeah, she with Jay Z, fucking with R. Kelly. Dash. Aaliyah yeah, was out there. Yeah. Aaliyah, only, yeah. only the real people would keep it real. Everybody else would say that we're wrong for saying that. No, but, but we know this, we know this now. There. We didn't know that back then. That's the thing. We didn't, we didn't know, know that back then, then right. though. Right. If you think about the movies in the 90s, that was part of the movies. Belly was that. Uh, uh, Sunset yeah. Park was that. He got oh, games that, that was in it. See, a lot of Wait, times Sunset we over, movie. Yeah, but you remember, Belly, you remember the old 16 year old. Dude, right. True. The old dude with the Range Rover smashing the house. Yeah, like, that, yep. that was in Belly, but Sunset Park had it. He got game had it. You're did right. This, did this idea that, that, you're right. Right. Like a lot of times people don't take into consideration that people was telling people, on themselves. People now don't realize how it wasn't maybe about 10 years ago that they started putting age restrictions on the prom hmm. Hmm. because yeah, it was it, that it, normal it, thank thank you lar this why this shit kill me with these motherfuckers that want to get oh. all righteous and like, loving they didn't basketball see, loving they basketball. didn't see that they didn't see that fucking color supreme pulling up to the fucking high school every day <laughs> <We are laughs> he's right this nigga's right. 20, 20, 25 years old, Absolutely. picking up the motherfucking sophomore chick. Or He's whatever right. Yeah. He's my, right. My husband told me. My husband told me if all the motherfuckers knew why R. Kelly was going to McDonald's to pick up chicks, now one person beat his ass, now one person right. stumped his face and I killed him. It was normal. Uh, for these, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now you got to ask Roger on that. My husband told me that when he, the chicks he went to school with was fucking the basketball coach. Yeah. So wow. they knew. People knew this was going on, but they said wow. nothing because it was normal. Yeah. So told my, me my you can't tell me that not R. one Kelly? person knew that R. Kelly was fucking with these young girls. They didn't my know understanding what R. Kelly is, if you listen to Roger, because Roger's from Chicago, Roger will tell okay. you, motherfuckers have been getting that R. Kelly for years. But oh. they didn't kill him back then oh, like okay. they should have, right? I, I grew up on the West Side, too, and I can tell you R. Kelly's just a poster child for that 
stuff that absolutely. a lot of grown men was doing. So absolutely. like, that's say that again. Say that again. Say that again. We was the poster child because people like I'm gonna say it in a cold way. Do you know how many young girls was getting free cuts at the barber shop when the little Tony Braxton thing was in? in, 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 in Holly was a lot. In? Because a lot. Because it was because because the barber was smashing them. Do you know how many little league coaches were smashing somebody big sister? Yep. yep. Wow. It's a very yeah. normal thing. Like that's what I, I mean. Not normal, but it's something we normalize. Uh oh! Whoa! 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 Concrete roads. It's necessarily normalized. No. This is the shit that we it's like to sleep under the carpet. That was something that really black happening. culture, black people have normalized it. It became something that was. That's why nobody acts shocked when they seen it. When they seen the the, the Carl Twenty Twos outside. Watch it, yo! I got one for y'all that 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 that. that Predates that, and it's a double. What about Marvin Gaye? Mm, back then, yeah. it really was no, no, common, no, though. No, no. Mm. People forget. People forget Marvin Gaye's first when he was seventeen. He married Barry Gordy's sister, who was thirty-four. When he was thirty-four, he married uh, Nona's Look, mama, who was seventeen. We can go further than that. When they was calling R. Kelly a pedophile, we said, "What about Elvis?" They forgot all about yeah. Elvis marrying girl, like, right? Uh, you know it what? Was okay. If you think about it, like back in the day, it was even more calm. In the 60s yeah. and 50s, they, right. they were 14, 13. Yes, absolutely. All of us on this panel, your great-grandma was married. Like great Falls of Fire? Didn't he marry a 13-year-old or something? The worst perpetrator is is either Woody Allen or Selena. Not Selena, but is that Selena? No, Wait, Selena. No, 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 no. The white lady, Celine Dion's uh, husband. Celine oh, Dion. Okay, yeah. Renee. His name is Renee, yeah. right? Renee Alaz. Uh, Renee something. No, Alaz. She said Alaz. Was... <laughs> um, What's his? Uh, no, that was. Uh, do, you, do, you, do you? Who's the the country singer? He be hanging out with Trump and all them. Uh, um, uh, um, Ch uh, Kenny Chesney. No, no, no. Um, Garth Brooks. No, no it's a different dude. No, let me see. Uh, I'm trying to think. He's uh, he was in Leonard Skinner, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Basically, basically oh, no. the white dude. He 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 got on on TV doing press conferences and was bragging about how he used to take 15 year old girls. He said, well, "What would you rather happen? Your 15 year old daughter go with a 15 year old kid who ain't gonna offer her nothing, or have her wow. come home with me?" I've heard men say that. I've heard men use well, that argument in the nanosphere. Oh, I've heard oh, men yeah. say that. Yeah. I actually have heard not underage, but they've said, Would you rather right, your well, daughter date? Okay, we were talking about girls that listen, <laughs> let me finish. We were talking about girls that were 18 and men that are grown dating 18 year olds. 18 and they, they brought up grown. the fact 18 is wrong. Not mature, but they're not mature enough to date a 50 year old. Yeah, yeah, not right. If you're mature enough, if you're mature no, enough no, to legally, no, you're not. If you're mature enough, Here's the problem. We're not talking about 10, we're talking about an 18 year old. This is the problem that we have in our community that we don't want to talk about with the girls. You keep telling the girls that they mature faster than the boys, and, and the girls are smarter than the boys. Thank and you, you. And you tell the girls that they can, that that you know they should talk to older men. This is why you have teenage girls assuming that they're on the same level 
as an older man. And this is why you have these older men who can't get grown women. Promoting that to children. Young adults or children. I don't want to promoting that to young young adults and children. They do. And girls telling boys, and girls telling boys, and I had Sister George come on my panel and say the same thing, where the girls are actually telling these young boys, I don't deal with little boys. I only deal with grown men. Yeah, but what grown, grown adults are promoting that? What grown adults are saying? Girl, it's not about the girls. It's somebody it's else. The girls. This is what the girl thinks. Like, it's just like, what the female like, thinks for some reason. This mature yeah, shit. They pass. Like, no, exactly. And it's a lot of yeah, fast-ass yeah. little girls out here. Nobody is disputing that. that. Who's disputing that? Even if she is a fast little girl, if you're a grown man, I put the onus on you. You're you're mature enough to make a, a wiser decision. You know, I was on a panel a long time ago, a long time okay, ago, and this, and this came up. And one of the things I was tell, talking to one of the women about is, you know, when I was in high school and in college, I knew a lot of teenage girls with fake IDs and, and would and would be out in mm -hmm. grown spots, and. A lot of times, the some of these guys didn't realize these girls were little girls until after the fact, you know. And we don't even think about it. And using music as a reference, you remember music's first album when he when he sung about that. It was the title was either sixteen or seventeen. He found out the girl was seventeen. 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 It was seventeen. Right. Like a lot of times, grown men don't know these girls are actually teenagers. Because of where they're at. You remember when Akon got, got in trouble for, for humping on that girl in that nightclub and they found out oh, she was yeah, underage? I understand situations like that. But then we talk about, you saying you, you lived in Chicago. Like Chicago, mm -hmm. people grow up in areas. Like most people don't even leave their area. Right. They watch young girls grow up and they tell them, wait till you turn 16. Wait till you, you know what I mean? Like they're preying yeah. on these young girls and waiting for their chance to sleep with them. Like that's wrong. And I'm So females going to do the same thing? Hold on. Females going to do you act like I'm gonna tell them that they right. Like I'm it's not, disgusting. What what I'm saying is like, yeah, it's, it's gross all around. Dudes will put themselves in positions to mess with younger right. girls, and that, and that shit's shame. Like when I was a kid, we had and Daphne know this. We had a dude in, from where we from called DJ One. DJ One used to throw parties for all the 15, yep. 20 year olds. He was what 24, 25? Yeah. And in the party with 15, 16 year olds doing oh strip dances and shit. So yep. motherfuckers be out here doing creepy shit all the time. That's gross. But you know, they, they, you if you letting your kid go to these situations, you ain't yeah, best your bad as a parent. Absolutely, you're absolutely right. They're they're these little girls to... are going to be fast, but fast these men are going to be predators. There's men that are predators, yep. yep. and if you if your little girl goes out for this and she goes into the world, and this predator comes and gets her. There's nothing you can do but blame yourself. Absolutely. The only way. And here's the, the thing. I'm sorry. How many people did we know that? Well, I don't know. Y'all might not have known anyone, but. We might have known like people that were underage and had a fake ID or get with someone that's older. They hit and quit, and then the girl claims he he raped me. Oh, wow. a lot of niggas got caught up like that when yeah. I grew yep. up because wow. they did not. The thing about it is that girl really did look like she was that age because mm. and she had the ID to back it up. I saw her met her at this place that was eighteen and up, so I assumed she's there. She's eighteen, right? Yeah, you can't get in without an ID. Then mm -hmm. you fuck her and you tell her she's just a punk. That's what they say back in the day. You just mm. a punk. And then what do they do? They go run to their family, and all of a sudden they're this innocent teenager. And they will listen to that teenager before they listen to the dude, because he's a predator <laughs> in their eyes. I didn't have yeah. no under, no no fake ID. Prove it. Then you can't prove it. Now this man got a rape mm -hmm. charge on his case. Mm -hmm. How many of them men got, yeah. got stuck up like that? And it wasn't even their fault. 
and two that's why men aren't so she to hit you with the like reclaiming my time uh yells rape automatically jump on the bandwagon and you know with the whole rape culture and i saw a post today where people were saying men who um who, who tried to defend quote unquote uh, a, a man who tries to defend a man who's alleged to have raped somebody, you're uh, you have rape mentality too. And I'm like, oh, dang, I don't think so. whoa, yeah. wait, 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 what? Yeah. You know, I got a lot of motherfuckers on YouTube to call niggas pedophiles over a fucking opinion. Yeah, that same shit. Who's y'all? I don't know who's y'all talking about. Who's y'all, it, it, sir? It, it, it's, a, it's an incident that happened. He's just saying. I'm not going to believe anything until it is official. Like this shit with Cuba Gooding Jr. He touched me. Now he got like a whole plethora of hoes saying that this man yeah, was rubbing like up 15, against him. But check this out. Women. They are about to hang Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, but are. you got Weinstein like on a, that's out. Yeah, and over 100 that's women said he point. either raped, insulted, yeah. touched, and he's out. But How can't are act black like men now the face of this whole they are the face Me too. Amen. Like, you know what? Amen. Because Me Too was geared to get black men. It was specifically done to talk with us. People took it over and now black men are still the face of it. Y'all are the first black women to hear, I hear though, to acknowledge that and like some it's fucked up shit and, and mind you you're not you guys aren't excusing right, bill yeah, cosby yeah. before he did or anything that right, no check, one would right no. you hear you hear that this is what i said about bill cosby i said in my heart and people didn't like me for this because some the people that follow me on facebook know i hold women accountable a lot i get death threats i get this like people try to get my page shut down because i'm only going to tell you what's facts with the Bill Cosby shit. Cosby shit, I feel like back in the day, a lot of those women you, knew exactly what they you, was bro. getting into. They wanted the fame. They did, Bill Cosby was the man back then. Absolutely. So I I don't think that every one of those women Yo, was raped. I think some of yeah, them were trying to get their meal tickets. Trying to get their meal tickets. And when Bill stopped sending them payments, all of a sudden, mm -hmm. he touched me. He groped me. So I Absolutely. don't believe all those women. I only uh, believe facts. My thing facts. is, they didn't have evidence to, to, to charge None. that man. Like the well, evidence no, no, no. that they it had. It wasn't just the None. evidence. Hold on. Concrete, this is y'all not understanding. They changed, they literally manipulated and changed the laws to get rid of the yeah, statute of limitations. The the they go back and get them. And then they manipulated the situation. Harvey Weinstein just got covered by, he didn't even got to come out of money out of his pocket. It's some crazy ass insurance thing or some shit that's going to exactly. pay off. Wow. Exactly. Wow. Mind you, this motherfucker tampered with his ankle monitor more than three times. Now, wow. if that was a nigga, he would have been locked wow. under the jail. But this motherfucker gets to walk out on a walker. He ain't hurt. As soon as that's he got in the car, quick. he started doing the snake. I guarantee crazy. you. Like, these motherfuckers <laughs> think I'm hurt. So Crazy. at the end of the day, I'm gonna stand up for a black man. I don't think Bill Me Cosby too. was guilty. I think a lot of those hoes knew exactly what the fuck they was getting into. They it was crazy. It was crazy about Weinstein. Even like top celebrities said he touched me. Angelina Jolie said wow. he touched me, wow. and this nigga still didn't get convicted. Over a hundred wow. women. Hundred women, and this man is still out free. But y'all want to hang R. Kelly from a tree? You want to hang mm -hmm. Cuba Gooding from a tree? Mm -hmm. You want to put Bill mm -hmm. Bill Cosby blind ass in prison, yep. knowing he can't fight, knowing right. he ain't no threat, and he about to die mm -hmm. soon? So what I'm saying is, I'm gonna stick up for my black men. I think all those women knew Cuba Gooding Jr. was a little player, and they all got a little feel, and they was consensual. I don't feel this man was just out grabbing titties. But since you want to talk about grabbing titty, didn't Trump say grab him by the pussy? So his yeah, ass should be locked up too with his nasty ass. You I think pictures of Trump. With, I think Trump. I've seen pictures of Trump and Epstein in the same room, and there was a little girl in the picture. That picture yeah. right there said a lot. She looked terrified. You know, Trump had even, his arm around her stomach. That wasn't his even child. Tied 
um what was what's his name prince um i mean oh my gosh what princess i mean queen elizabeth's son they even tied him to Harry? um what is his name? Oh Harry? my God. Charles. No, no, no. Charles. Uh, Charles, right? No, yeah. it's not Charles. Princess Diana's was... um husband. Yeah. Oh no. It that was wasn't Prince Charles. It was, it was another one. It was, it was another. Brother. It was it was his brother. Yeah. That Harry. was um tied to uh Epstein. What? I can't remember his name. Not Harry. It's yeah. his name. Is that his name? But yeah, all, it's so many people. No, it's not Harry. No, 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 no. Harry is his son. Is a grandson. I, this thing is deeper than we realize. There's yeah, so many not, what, people I, that I, are. I hope I understand that. That's the reason why they got him up out of there, bro. Yeah, the I white mean, man will always make, be protected for his nasty face. ways. But a That's black man will be hung. Yeah. And what's fucked up is, is when our women, black women, are like, well, yeah, Bill Cosby's a little old pervert. Yeah. And he's this and that. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. What? Where's you going to believe these white women? Just to I mean, interject, it was, it was Prince Andrew, just Prince to let you guys okay, know. Okay, thank you. Black men have to be the face of when it comes black, to telling black, somebody the truth, yeah, black a lot of black women don't like to hear the truth because I've made posts that went viral and I've had women inbox me saying, uh, you deserve to die and and wow. you're supposed to be sticking up for women empowerment. Like no, I stick up for accountability. Let me say something about Bill Cosby. Like I said, when I was when I first grew up, when I was first going up with my mom, I I was heavy into sports. I was that tomboy he was talking about. I didn't like men. I mean, I mean, I didn't like men. I didn't like women, but I. I was just to myself. But what I'm saying is I used to have a mouth on me. I used to call men bitches and, and you a hoe. And that's, that's what I felt like I needed to do to be strong. But in mm. reality, I could have got killed several times talking yeah. crazy to these men. Because I would not only make them look bad on the court, I was crossing these niggas up. They falling on the ground and then I'm calling mm. them a bitch. But back in Arizona, they weren't going to shoot. I would have probably got killed out here. Then I had to ask myself, this one dude told me, he said, look, I'm 44 years old. And in all my years, I've never heard a black young girl like yourself with a mouth like that. He said, you have a foul mouth. And I was mm -hmm. so, I felt so small when he said that. Wow. And when he said that to me, that made me change. Like, man, maybe that's why people don't fuck with me because I have mm -hmm. a mouth on me and I'm just, uh, and they think I'm crazy. When I start changing the way I spoke to men, I started getting my respect. Then I started yeah. getting picked up on teams. I felt like She's I had to be crazy. tough. But mm -hmm. I didn't have to be tough. So when I changed my, but a lot of women are not going to do that. They're going to say, no, nah, nigga, you just mad because I want to let you fuck. They're going to flip the script. Well, you know what you Let LAR chime in really quick. Okay, no, sorry about that. I, no, 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 you're good. But she I just, she just said something that I thought that she made me think. This is one of the issues, like the, the, the not being able to switch up and, and be a little bit more respectful. That's part of the, the, the thing that the, when I said the ladies are, are mean. Because I, I talk to a lot of women who, who, for some odd reason, feel like they have to have masculine energy and masculine traits. And what they see as masculine is really starting to fight with a person. And it's like, that's not going to work. You're going to get hurt like that. But they don't see themselves getting hurt because they think being ma masculine and manly is starting shit with people. But then they feminine like, I'm a woman. You can't do nothing to me. And it's like, yep. you do realize you, you like men... And, Eventually, you're gonna run across that bed that don't give a fuck and gonna yeah, bomb your ass. Because because what, 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 what women think masculinity is, men don't think that's masculinity. Because that that shouldn't get you killed. Men have a, have a, have decorum and respect for each other. This 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 generation of even single dating and in in the black men and black women, this level of disrespect is is so high that the guys check out because it's like, okay, so you want to battle. No problem. 
And now you're seeing more and more men who, who, are, who are stepping up like, okay, I'm going to crush you. You keep fucking with me. They're not walking away and being men and gentlemen and saying, you're a lady. I'm a man. They're starting to just go at chicks. I'm sorry. It took too long. Yeah, everybody can get it. Everybody can get no, it. You're right. That's how it should you're be. right. Look, you man, say something look, crazy or disrespectful mouth, to anybody, they can respond. What, I knew what would break down a man calling him a bitch. I knew mm -hmm. that would break him down. And I just thank God that I realized if that man didn't tell me that I had a foul mouth. I was really embarrassed, more embarrassed for myself because he said he's 44 and ain't heard this before. And I'm like, well, that's a lot of years. You ain't heard that one person say bitch. <laughs> so I actually had to change myself. And I was young. I think I was around 19. I was oh. calling everybody a bitch on the court. That was just my, that was me. Why I did it? Because I felt like I had to do it to be tough. Mm -hmm. But in reality, all I was doing was fucking it up for myself and making people not want to be around me. Because then I just called this man a bitch. So when the next man elbows me and almost break my nose on the court, they're not going to defend me. Hold up, yeah, I got something. I got something. Set a hard ass screen on your ass. Yeah. Oh, you tough. You I tough. I got something for you. Right? When men play contact sports like football and basketball, right? Mm -hmm. Or boxing. Right. A lot of the times, we don't cuss each other out like that because we don't want to set nobody off. We talk a lot of shit. We talk a lot of shit. But yeah. a lot, if, if you if you talk to men, the way we trash talk, even in, in the midst of competition, we trash talk enough to get at you, but not mm. enough to piss you off so you might embarrass us. It right. seems like in the situations <laughs> where men do do that, it's, it's to set that somebody bag. off. It's to yeah, I, like I, I used to box and do MMA. So when I fought, I would call you, go call the bitches and little hoes, and tell you hit like a little bitch, and because I'm trying to set you up, I'm trying to make you make bad decisions. That's right. my game plan. But I wouldn't do that shit in sparring. I wouldn't do that shit in regular training. I wouldn't do that shit in, in a basketball game because it don't it right. don't have no place there. But you know, fighting is a different aspect. If you want right. to get mad, if you want somebody to get mad, and make bad decisions, then that's how you do it. You set them off like that. Because mm -hmm. if you call somebody a bitch yeah. in football, well, he gonna try to cripple. You don't. You're not going to shut up. That's right. This has been a very interesting show. We've went around the topic and talked we about did, all kinds of stuff. But I think a lot of people needed to hear this because you know, a lot these women yeah. nowadays they're not the same, man. It, yeah, it hurts my feelings when I see these girls. It's not a so bad young. thing that we kind of divulge from the top, concrete. Can you hear? Concrete. Can you hear? Can you hear? Hello. Concrete. Can you hear me? Sister, we can hear I can hear. Okay, um, did you hear Ninja Assassin? No, what you say? Go ahead, Ninja Assassin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your shit keep your 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 motherfucking um service is racist. You uh, you always can't hear one person. <laughs> you always can't hear at least one person on the panel. That's why you gotta I heard keep her say something about the Sister conversation. George, what I say wrong? What I say wrong? Right. No, you don't say nothing wrong. She can't hear you. You can't. No, I can hear her fine. I can hear her oh, okay. fine. What are you talking about? Um, I was trying to um wrap it up so we can do our final words. Um, I'm glad that the conversation kind of went all around and it just kind of you know uh divulged into different topics. Like it's been very good conversation. That's all I was saying to her in response to her comment. But um, this has been a very good panel, and thank each and every one of you for um the people in the chat for listening and each and every one of you for coming up and joining us and chiming in and it's just been some real good conversation I almost don't want to end the panel but I got stuff to do so um, we're going to go ahead and have final words uh, Fantastic you want to go ahead and start first oh yeah and man appreciate y'all ladies for having appreciate y'all ladies for having me on the panel man really really appreciate the combo um, LAR, Obsidian, um, uh, Ninja Assassin we rather, you cool man and you a hooper too we rather do something man I'm going to have to run into you to these YouTube streets again 
I like you. But um, yeah, um, concrete rolls. Get up on your hoe and lingo, man. Booking in, booking info. All right, that that's key word. All right, they ching ching motherfucking no librarian. All right, I'm I'll gonna do y'all. some research. Thanks, fantastic. Thanks, fantastic. <laughs> thank y'all for Sorry. having me. It's all good. I'm sorry. Uh, thanks, LAR. Thank you so much for coming. Hey, up. yeah. Thank you for having me on love. Much appreciated. Uh, Daphne, I'm going to see you in about an hour. Uh, or I'm going to have you on in about an hour. But yeah, check me out. Habitual line steppers. If you ain't shit for watching, I holla. <laughs> Thanks so much. Mumia, you, you have, have any final words? Can he even hear us? He probably went to sleep. You know, old me and child. <laughs> uh, yeah, child, I see. Okay. Um, oh. you got anything? You told me? Yes. Okay. Um, I just want to say thank you for having me. Like I said, um, fantastic. It was great meeting you, and I hope I could do more of these in the future. Um, I know I missed a lot of it at the beginning, but I do love being able to conversate with people and we can all be on the same accord. And even if we don't all agree with each other, we respect each other. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. You were absolutely fantastic. Brought about some great points and gave us some additional things to think about. So thank you for joining us. Please stop by anytime. Will do. Thank you. Can we get everybody down here? I think so. Okay, well, I will say mine and I'll let you um, take us out. Um, I just thought it, it was a very good conversation. I thought that all of the um, discussion was very fruitful and um, they gave me some interesting things to talk about and some little tidbits to take away about this um, online IG lingo. <laughs> I'm going to go in and research, but it was just really good conversation. I literally hate to end the stream, but um you know we'll be back on wednesday so you guys please make sure to tune in on wednesday evening okay well i just want to thank everybody for joining us this was really a fun conversation and you know in light of all the drama and shit going on um in our space you know we just kind of wanted to be a brother fresh air in a sense and um have some fun you know um be able to talk um, with the panels being respectable and us just really being able to have good conversations. So we hope you hope you guys join us on Wednesday. Really enjoyed you guys. And I hope you guys have a great Sunday. Ladies, get y'all asses in the kitchen and cook. <laughs> crazy. And don't let these guys keep dogging us out. <laughs> and we can't survive without black men. That was my whole thing. So Amen. Amen. And we'll see you guys Wednesday. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye bye.